morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This is Match Media alongside my critique of the crime, Ricardo Medina. Hello, hello, hello. And this is another episode of BBB Radio. And today we're just going to be talking about four movies. Yeah, just, sure. just movies. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we go in old school now, so we're just talking just movie shit, right? So I will talk about Polite Society. Um, Ricardo and I, we will talk about Sisu, sure. White Men Can't Jump, the remake. Right. Mm-hmm. And, of course, one of the most highly anticipated films of 2023, Fast X. So, let's not waste any time. Um, I will kick things off with polite, polite Society. So, um, I know you didn't see it, and you probably didn't know about this show until I meant, um, you know, um, until I mentioned it to yeah, you, right? Yeah, I, I kind of, okay, in the back, it was in the back of my head. I knew it was in my periphery. I heard about something like it, and I was like, okay, it was on a list somewhere. But, like, I really, it was really on the low priority, to be honest. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, I saw a trailer for this um, a while back. I think it was on Variety or right. one of those, like, um, just, just somewhere on Facebook. I just saw this thing, right? And I was like, all right, this looks pretty interesting, right? But but one thing, dude, like, people, um, like critics, I would say, actually kind of co- uh, prefer this, uh, kind of compare this story to everything, everywhere, all at once, right? Okay. And in the, in the sense that, this is something that you've never really seen before, even though it is admittedly a pastiche of things that you've seen before, right? So it's like that, right? It's it's like this, you know, like like just certain beats and whatnot you've seen before in, in other shows, but you've just never seen them compiled together in this way, right? Um, but yeah, I saw the trailer for this. It looked really, really interesting. It looked a lot of fun. Um, although I, I wish that I went into this film blind though in retrospect because I would have been blown away a lot more by just all the twisted turns, right? But um, just before we begin, right? So this is from a British writer and director by the name of Nida Manzo, right? I didn't really know who the director was, right? I didn't know who Nida was prior to this film, right? Right. But I knew the show that she worked on, um, I believe, a while back that is by the name of We Are Lady Parts. Right, okay, which know, is, okay. yeah, I, I mean, I mean, the title alone is just, you know, it, it catches your eye quickly, right? Um, and yeah, it's just basically about this this punk rock band that um that is made up of Muslim women, right? I right. mean, that is just a great premise right there, right? But of course, it's just the title itself is just yeah uh, is is what drew me in, right? And just the title alone is just like, yeah, this is this is feminist stuff, right? And yeah, it, it, right. it makes sense, right? So, yes, Polite Society is pretty, pretty much a feminist story, right? Or at least one critic call it a feminist feeble, right? Uh, I really wouldn't think about it. That's the best to, to describe it as, right? Um, right? And also, you know, just as I mentioned, Muslim, yes, you know, um, this also features, you know, minorities, right? Um, relatively, in the, you know, in the sense of this, this world here, right? So, we're centered on um, this British-Pakistani teenager by the name of Rhea Khan, right? Uh, she lives with her older sister by the name of Lena. Um, and the actress, I was watching the face, and I was like, I know, all right, I remember you from a show, right? So the actress is Ritu Arya. She was actually in the last season of the Umbrella Academy. She was okay, Lisa, right. Leela sorry, Pitts in that show. So I, I remember the face there, right? But I believe um, the actress who plays uh, Rhea, that's on, um, by the name of Priya Kansara, I think this is like her debut feature film appearance, or at least where she is in the lead role, if I'm not mistaken, right? But this is the first time I've seen her, right? 
So yeah, basically, Rhea has, you know, her, she has dreams of being a stunt woman, right? In film, right? She has right. a YouTube channel where she's just doing stunts. You know, she's very skilled in karate. And, you know, she just does all these stunts and whatnot. So that's what she wants to do, right? There's this particular um, stunt woman by the name of Eunice um, Hutat. Hutat, if I got the name wrong, forgive me. Who is a real-life person, by the way. And yeah, right. she looks up to her and she wants to be like her, right? So, um, the older sister, right? Um, Lena... Initially, she went to art school because she had dreams of being an artist, but she dropped out and, you know, she just living home and just wasting time, right? But, you know, Rhea just kind of always spurring her on, like, you know, you should you should do the art stuff. Keep going at it, right? So, their um, family, right, um, it takes them to this soiree, right? That's what it's called, right? A soiree. Um, yeah, yeah. And it takes place during the, well, Eid, right? It, you know, the holiday right. of Eid, right? And... You know, similar to a show that we we covered last year, um, you know, uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, you know, it's the you know, it's the right. it's um, that culture. Pakistani it's, culture. It's, yeah, it, it, it's right. mothers all come together, and you're always like talking about, yeah, you know, this is why this is why I want for my children, and you know, this thing, and who hooking up with who, right? So they do that same exact thing, right? And it's true that get together, that that meeting, if you will, that kind of gets the whole family to go to the soiree, right? Um, and it's run by this, um, well, this this really like I would say this millionaire, this really like rich uh, woman, right? Um, by the name of Rahila, right? Um, she's a family friend of um, Lena and Rina's Ria's mother, right? Uh, Rahila has a well uh, has a has a son, right? Um, you know, just a, a lone child, basically, right? And of course, you know, he's a pretty boy and rich and whatnot. And they set up this thing where he is just looking for a new wife, right? Because well, his last wife passed away, right? Okay. So yeah, you see a bunch of girls there, and well, um, long story short, Lena catches his eye, right? And yeah, well, they they, they kind of hook up, right? Um, Rhea, however, does not want anything to do with it. She hates this guy from the jump, and she's just trying to do her best just to get Lena to focus on the whole art stuff. But Lena is like adamant about this, like, no, this is not for me, this is not for me, right? So long story short, uh, Rhea and her, her her two friends, right? Cause they go to to school together, right? Um, you know, just just geeky nerdy characters, but you love them because you know they are right. the outcasts basically in the story, right? So they're all hatching plans, trying to get this guy down, um, trying to bring down this guy and expose him and all that kind of stuff, right? But in the process, they learn something very nefarious, or I should say, Rhea learns something nefarious about Rahila, and that just leads into this crazy story. Um, that I absolutely enjoyed. Um, I had an absolute blast watching this show here, right? So, you know, as I mentioned before, you know, with everything everywhere all at once, right? Uh, what I would, why, why I think people would, would compare to that, right, is, again, just how different it feels, right? It, it feels familiar, right? Just right down to the whole... Um, and this is a show that, that you know, um, relies a lot on, you know, genre tropes, right? But similar to... And I would say the two, the two people that... Um, that that Nita is is drawing inspiration from uh one obvious Quentin Tarantino right um right. to the point that she actually has chapters right and they all displayed in like these big bold letters right so chapter one and they all like boom like they just hit the screen right so she does that right but also the other director that comes to mind is Edgar Wright because it right. has that same right. sort of subversion of genres that you've seen before, right? Especially genres that you usually associate with uh, with, with British cinema, right? So right. whether it's romantic comedy or comedy drama. So some people may look at this and see a bit of Benny like Beckham. They might see a little bit but of that, that there, that, right? That was, but that was similar to about... stuff like, see, 
that's what I was thinking about. Um, it's like, yeah, right. it, 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 I wonder how much it, when I hear Indian and Pakistani and British, like, how much, how, how much like Bendit, like Beckham is this? Uh, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Exactly, yeah. and it does have a feel to that, right? Especially with you know the the middle class um, lifestyle that you know Ria right. and the, the the sister live under, right? So yeah, um, but yeah, it's just with really going back to the whole Edgar Wright stuff, right? It's just how Nita subverts these things, right? So. Just on paper, it may seem like you're just watching some sort of silly romantic comedy from the from the two thousands. Like, oh, you know, I don't want you know my sister marrying you, so I'm gonna try and sabotage things, and hilarity ensues, right? Right. But just early on with the whole stunt woman stuff, they established something that catch me off guard, right? And I saw it in the trailer. Uh, this also is a martial arts film as well, because yeah, right. you have some some genuine martial art fight scenes, right? To the point that um you will see okay character A versus character B and you'll see the name shop. So it's Rhea versus this one, right? The only right. thing missing well, is uh, round another, one fight, another, right? But another well, it's another like vibe that. again. Another vibe again from it well, I think it's Edgar Wright well as a a little Scott Pilgrim in this, right? Yes, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It, it does have that, that sort of Scott Pilgrim vibe, especially with the way how they did fight scenes in that film, right? Right, yeah. Um, and, you know, like, on, uh, well, just watched it, right? This just me watching this and kind of um, digging the show, right? Um, I was worried that it was going to be style over substance, that it was just going to be, okay, it can't just be a simple, you know, co- um, comedy drama, because essentially that's what it is, right? Um, but no, you want to train all this stuff to be different, no, um, they, they actually find ways to make it make sense in this world, right? So similar to like a Tarantino film, you know, it's the real world, but, you know, it's kind of hyper-stylized in a sense now. So yes, in this real world, you know, where people trying to get by, yes, you have a person who is obsessed with martial art films and have posters of stuff like, say, oh, yeah, and by the way, points for her having Mao the Iron Fist. She has a poster with Mao the Iron Fist. She actually has a poster of Dragon the Bruce Lee story from 93 right. Right. On, on her wall. Like, wood. Word, right? But yeah. And you know, she she going through shenanigans at school, she being bullied and whatnot. There's actually a cool fight scene that takes place with her and one of the bullies. And yet it all makes sense in a strange kind of way, right? But there's a great moment, I'm not gonna say where it happens, where Rhea's pretty much told, you know, um or it's pretty much um um stated that yeah, she have a wild imagination, you know, and you know, well, for, for her age, it's not like she's a little kid or whatnot, right? But just for her age and what she wants to do. Because, yeah, she's interested in action cinema. It's like, yeah, you know, you, you, you can't make a future doing this. And why you keep thinking about this? And why are you going this far, you know, to do this, right? And what, what I mean is that you know, there are numerous moments where it is legit like Rhea and her friends just watch one too many movies. I just think that, yes, you know, if I do this, you know, um, it, 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 um, it will work, right? Um... It really does also have the feel of watching a James Bond film, right? Because, yeah, there are moments where, like, um, where, where you see Rhea and her friends do the kind of spy thing, so they dress up in disguise to, you know, to find out what's going on with um, Rahila's right. son, right? But speaking of Rahila, um, just slight spoiler, but they kind of saw it in the trailer, basically. Yeah, she's the villain in this, and she is pretty much a James Bond villain, um, true or true, especially with the way how she is set up, and I thought that was great in terms of her setup. But yeah, she's a great antagonist to, to, to Rhea, right? And um, I'm not going to say... What 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 makes her bad though? But it is very nefarious, very over the top. It it kind of borders on sci-fi actually, right? Um, yeah. and it's crazy. It is, but in the world of this movie, it 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 works, right? And 
I must say that the script for this though, um, which is which actually is written by by Nita as well, is very very clever, right? Um, not just in terms of the subversion of genre tropes and whatnot, but just how it flows, right? Um, and this is one thing I just really love about British cinema, right? Um, this well, I would say just going back to, to Edgar, right, for a bit, right? This really reminds me a lot of Hot Fuzz, if you remember how right, the, how the right. flow of that film was, yeah, where it's right. like, oh, it starts off as you know, right. yeah. cop team up with you know, horror, rookie horror, or whatever it is, yeah, yeah, right. right. And the, the weird horror stuff comes in just out of the blue now. But yeah, yeah. It, it's how the story builds and builds and builds. So when you when it gets to the reveal as to what's going on, it's like, oh shit, right? So you get that mix there. You, you, you get that same thing here in polite society, right? So it it, it it seems like it's just this average comedy drama. Like you're watching something like Ben, like Beckham, right? right. But you have a bit of that romantic comedy tropes with, you know, the sister getting married and the other sister don't want anything to do with that, right? You've seen that before, right? But how it flows and then expect, uh, and then when it leads to the big plan that uh, Rahila is up to, it's like, wait a minute, but like, uh, like it, 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 it almost feels like you're watching a different film, but because of how well written it is, right? Um, It, it, it flows very well and it fits in um, exactly what's going on, right? And it doesn't right. take you out of the story as well to it. It really fits, right? Um, and really, like, I just love, like, thematically how it just touches on, well, you know, arranged marriages, right? Right. And, right. you know, just the idea, um, I mean, nothing new, of course, right? But just the idea of wanting to, to, to do right by your parents, right? So, of course, you know, uh, especially with their um, heritage, yes, there is a moment where a character says, yeah, um, you know, something along the lines, like, I wanted her, I wanted you to be a doctor, Rhea. Like, I, I think the mother told Rhea, like, I wanted you to be a doctor. It's like, look at me, you really think I, you really think I want to be a doctor? Is that kind of vibe that they're going for? right uh, but yeah it is really from a feminist stance though and you know it's just the idea of you know yeah you want to do what you want to do but you feel like the um, society and well especially the patriarchy wants you to do otherwise like no 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 i am i i am headstrong i want to do this right and it works it, it totally works right um the acting is great across the board though uh priya can't can, sorry this is the first time i'm seeing her yes she is a superstar judge she is so great in this though um she just delivers the dialogue very well. She does awkward humor very well, you know, especially... Yeah, she is awkward at, at some point, too, right? right? She's a little bit of a... Uh, well, again, just a kind of nudie kind of character, right? But just, you know, she's just very much into martial arts and whatnot, right? Um, Ritu Arya was, was, was great as well as, as the older sister, Lena. She's great as well. But the standoff for me, though, is Nimra Buka. If I, don't, if I got the Nimra, forgive me, right? And yes, all three of them have Pakistani um, um, heritage as well, too, right? right. Yeah, um, so Nimra plays Rahila, and she is great, though, as, as, as a villain, right? Just so commanding on screen, though, and you can just tell that she's just having a blast, you know, on, on this film, right? And yeah, I mean, even though it gets kind of dark with the whole reveal and whatnot, right? Yeah, this is just a fun film, true and true, but really, at the end, it's just the how it just subverts, you know, the, the, the tropes and just the people's expectations, right? Um, and it just tells this 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 really like um, entertaining story, and it just keeps you going from start to end, though. Um, and I must say, just just before I get to read it, um, the fight scenes are amazing they kick a lot of ass and yes priya actually did the stunt um work for this as well too and yeah i, I would say she have a, a future uh, i think behind the scenes she had to learn for she had to learn karate or learn martial arts for six months prior to working on this so but yeah i, I could see her working in, in um in, in action films yeah in, in the near future man but um 
at the end of the day though it's just how all these elements come together and it just totally works so it really feels like this feminist take on an edgar wright film but just with a sort of a Tarantino-esque kind of style to it as well, right? And yeah, it's just a, a blast from beginning to end, man. So rating-wise, I'm going to give this a strong 4 out of 5. Um, nice. This is easily one of the best films I've seen this year. Um, it's, just, it's just surprisingly um, great, uh, well-written, um, just witty, you know I me mean, from start to end. You know, and just so sharp in terms of, you know, the, the, the writing, the dialogue, and just the themes and all that kind of stuff, though. And of course, you know me, just me, and just, just me being a, a, a martial arts enthusiast myself, it was just cool that I was just able to see something like this that I would have just easily dismissed and just think, oh, it's just some knockoff from the 2000s, but it have, like, martial arts in it, so cool, you know what I mean? But, yeah, even all of that totally works as well, man. So, yes, the comparisons with this and everything, everywhere, all at once make a lot of sense. Yes, because both films include martial arts and they kind of come out of the blue. But, you know, they, 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 family, you know in this case here, just like mother. everything everywhere... It, it yeah, have a little family dynamic with mother and daughter too, so I can imagine a little bit of that too. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, well, it, it, it's more on the sisters. That that's really the strength okay. of the issue. It's all about no the problem. sisters and you know the bond that they have or lack thereof. That that's really that's really the strength of the film itself, right? Especially how far Rhea is going to go to. Yeah, pretty much to protect her older sister. That is really admirable and, and rather sweet, right? Yes, it comes off weird and awkward, but there's a lot of heart to it as well. You could understand why Rhea does what she does, right? But yeah, um, I, I had a blast with this though, so I would yeah, I, I would wholeheartedly recommend this, man. Um, This definitely for sure will be showing up on my best of list. But I'll close this. This is one that I know for sure will fly under people's radars because I don't think that it was promoted very well. Like, right. um, you know, just, just marketing-wise. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, this was supposed to come out in Trader because I saw the poster for this right, okay. on Movie Town's website. But if you know Movie Town, they will tell you they're showing a show one day and then a week later, boop, Nope. Yeah, yeah. So, um, thankfully, you know, the um, Universal and them decided to drop it um, on, on, on digital. So, I was able to watch it there. And, yeah, I'm I glad I did. I, I, I really enjoyed this, man. And, yeah, again, I wholeheartedly recommend checking out this film. It's it's really solid business, man. Nice. All right. So, up next now, keeping with chapters, let's talk about Sisu. Uh, the trailer of which I saw a while back and I was completely blown away by. Um, by the way, shout out to Alice for at least tagging me on the first trailer for it, right? Um, yeah, and yeah, I mean, just, just seeing it there, it just, I mean, right off the bat, and I mean, anybody will see this when it comes to reviewing it. Yeah, this is John Wick, but just set in World War Two, and it involves, you know, killing Nazis, right. Right? right? And if we all know, if we all know a thing or two about Inglorious Bastards, that's the, um, that's the Tarantino film, and the film itself that inspired it, the Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I mean, nothing's better than killing Nazis, right? So yeah, we 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 love that shit, right? So <laughs> here we go. But in this case is just an old man, you know, doing the whole John Wick shit, right? So yeah, it's just a question of how that will play out. And speaking of John Wick, it's also from Lionsgate as well, right? So, um, yeah, Lionsgate are on, uh, is clearly on a roll with these John Wick-esque kind of films, right? So, yeah, we'll see what other, you know, version of that story that we get, you know, from them in the near future, right? But yeah, Sisu looked, you know, uh, exciting, uh, just promising as hell. It, it just looked like just shit that I will absolutely enjoy, uh, especially with just me and just loving um, 70s exploitation films, like Grindhouse films, right? And yeah, that, that's exactly what that show is going for, uh, which is funny because I think this week or next week, uh, Netflix was supposed to be dropping a film called Blood and Gold, which is 
also set in World War Two, also involves yeah. Nazis, but the trailer for that in particular has that 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 grindhouse style to it. You should right. check it out. It's it's dope. It's, it's really dope for me, right? All right. So Ricardo, uh, Sisu, what is it about? Right. So yeah, as I say, guy who you know study Migol, you know Mopelts and Magol. Uh, you know, Nazis come to Canada just like be kind of fuck around and one day want to want him want. I think they want him to work for them and basically take the goal indefinitely. Um, basically they want to take take him take his shit, and he was having none of this, and he just you know proceeds to completely fuck them up. Uh, forget the actual um, I forget who's the side girl who he had to rescue help out, but yeah, it's, it have a couple of side chicks who's around who's who had to deal with the Nazis too. And yeah, them them help him out to fuck up Nazis. And that basically it. Them fucking up Nazis. It had a plane. It had a tank. It had them on the tank. Man hanging on tank. Mm-hmm. And then Nazis just getting the, getting, getting the shit kicked in. Yeah, that, yep. that, that's pretty much it. Yep. Did I, am, I, am I accurate? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. Uh, I kind of love this. Um, Me grimy. too. Yeah, really grimy. Really thing. Not performative. It didn't, feel, it didn't feel lazy or anything like that. It's really good filmmaking. Um... It does this. How to describe it, boy? It does this. Um, this thing where the camera work and the the action ties really well together. But you're not even thinking about it. Um, it it's it's kind of unconscious filmmaking almost. Um, it does everything everything feeling very um. What how to describe it? Verity, mm. a borderline. Yeah, they they use a lot of a lot of shaky camera with this, but it works and. It's very sharp, crisp images and visceral blood, and it's like, all right, this it start while, and it real get dread, and then it stay while, and it, yeah, but I, I I didn't expect this to be as as good as it was. Um, I, I was as I thought it had been like um some like a a real lazy kind of what is called a boy when when um like a kind of lazy kind of grind house thing, and it'll be a little bit not as well thought out, but it didn't feel like uh, remember Overlord. Oh yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which, which I, had a I, solid I story, mm. right? Right. But I was expecting something like a, a lazy version of Overlord or something like that. Right. But it looked good, but not really that that well thought. I was like, no, it's it's there's no much, not much dialogue or anything like that. It didn't it didn't try. Um, in that sense, they keep it they keep it grimy and silent, but it works for for what it is. Yeah, and I, I had fun with it. I can't be mad at any of this. Uh, yeah, it, it it's a little longer than it should have been in my humble opinion, but whatever, it's fine. They tell the story. And the ending is funny. Like uh, I like the ending. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, well. You, 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 you actually thought it was a little longer than, than expected. Um. I was actually surprised that they were able to sustain a story in well, right. roughly ninety-one minutes, right, including credits, right? Because I would admit, like after the hour mark, I was like, you know, by now the show should either be done or wrapping up, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah but exactly. it, it it kept going, and I was like, um, how much yeah. more story you could tell, boy? But right. somehow they just they just found a way to just keep you engaged, boy. And that's one thing yeah. that I really love about this film, right? Because yeah, I I had a I had a blast watching this as well. Haha, <laughs> right? A blast, right? Um. And you know, it's just amazing that we live in times now, right? Where I think it's just because of the influence of, you know, films of yesteryear, right? I just love that we live in a, in a, in a world, right? Where something like this could exist. And, you know, there wouldn't be any highfalutin critic that would come and say, well, you know, it, it was, it, why why is it lacking so severely in dialogue? And why are there, and why we don't get a backstory for the main character? And, you know, why and all this kind of stuff? And why are these characters? You know why the villain yeah, so I mean, one-dimensional? It's like no, yeah, it's the, the show is exactly it's it's a western, right? It's yeah. uh it's you know um I forgot the term. I know it's it's something that um 
Oh gosh, that Tarantino had used, I think, was one of the early drafts or something along the line for Inglorious Bastards. Like how he had envisioned it now, you know, something like a western that was set in um in during during World War Two, I believe it was something along the along the line, right? Yeah. Um, but back to the scene, I just love the fact that you know there are shows that just can exist, right? That are unapologetically what they are, and they just right. do everything so brilliantly that. For you to just nitpick it and say, oh, you know, t- pick pick it apart technically and ask about what, you know, basic structure and all that kind of stuff. No, it doesn't matter, Dredd. It doesn't matter. Right. At the end of the day, it is a genre film. That's what it is. It's it's harkening back to 70s, you know, grindhouse cinema. But I just love the fact that it didn't do it in this uh, over over stylized kind of way so no you're not gonna see like green in the, on the on the screen all that kind of stuff the, the closest thing you really get to the grindhouse stuff is two things one well i, I mean outside the violence um the the, the the um the chapter titles which i thought was great right um and then also to the music like um the music is i mean very hardened right very john wick-esque kind of grimy music right but yeah it, it, it fits within that whole sort of revenge style you know style of music that you know we we kind of um familiarize movies of the 80s with right so it has that kind of style to it right uh but i just love at the end of the day it's this nazi um nazi exploitation film that's really what right. it is it's just about it's set during nazi times and nazis just get just again wiped out that's it so what 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 why you why why are you looking for character development with these 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 evil motherfuckers? They just exist because you know they just need to die. That's it, right? Um, I do like the little setup at the beginning where you know it kind of explains why the story is set in Finland, right? And also what surprised me too, I thought this was gonna just be pure like um Finnishner, you know, um, right. but they actually talk like English. They like everybody talks English. This is near the end. Um, that's where you actually hear like um, a, a different language. I thought that, w- that was really smart too. Because yeah, at, at first I was wondering if they dubbed it like while I was watching yeah, me it. Too. It's like no, okay. actually they 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 talk in English. I like what I hear any accent and thing. It's like yeah, they talk in English. That was cool. Um, but yeah, it is fun just seeing this guy, right? Um, he doesn't even have a name if I'm not mistaken. And no, by the way, he is not named Sisu, right? That is just no. a term, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is just meant to um, express someone's will to just keep going. You know what I mean? So they've they've been through the ringer, but they just keep going, keep going, keep going. So they literally will not die, right? It's like that. Yeah. Um, Actually, fun fact, he does have a name. I, I forgot to mention. His name is Atami, right? Yeah. Uh, but he has another name that uh, one of the, the Nazi people brought up, right? Because, yes, yeah, similar to John Wick, he is, you know, the legendary soldier who did all these things and killed all these people right. and brought fear to the hearts I, of men. I it's that was, kind of shit, though. Yeah, I thought it was based on a, a true story, but it's not apparent. Oh, it's not? Okay. I, no, I, yeah. I swear I was inspired by somehow, Probably. like... No, yeah, in yeah, yeah, a, a couple stories, um, I forget who it is, boy, but this this is a different, which which would be a cool movie, yeah, um, called White Death. There's a guy called the White Death. Uh, he was Finnish or something like that, I think, or either Russian, I can't remember. Um, and that is a true story. That is a based of a real guy. So, um, did I hear that? Um, didn't didn't Bullet Train pay homage him? I Probably. swear there was a there was a white dead character. I think Michael Shannon's get... character. Slight spoiler who you haven't seen. I think he was a white dead kind of character. It, it was a guy. Think... It was a guy who was a sniper. That's the whole thing. And he, he oh, used to, he okay. said he did snow so nobody will see his breath to keep his temperature down. And he does all this grimy shit. This and he he wiped out a ton of a ton of German soldiers from one of Russians. I can't remember what was his story. I'd look it up. But it's a, okay. it's a guy who's a sniper. Whatever. Uh, all right, all right, all right. But yeah, I was, that, that... I was thinking I was thinking of something like that in that same framework. Uh, well, 
Right, right, right. But yeah, um, I, I like that, you know, when, when it comes to character, right? um, characters, yeah, uh, we don't really know anything about Atami, right? Because um, uh, uh, nice little bit of subversion that the film does here, right? So, yeah, there's a moment where the Nazis talk about, you know, the legend of this guy and all the kind of evil shit that he did, right? But you're still not sure if that's his actual backstory or not. You, you, you're kind of left like, all right, I'll buy into it because of just how much of a badass he is. But maybe they kind of embellish it a bit. Who knows, right? We don't know, right? Um, speaking of Nazis, yes, they are evil motherfuckers. Um, not yeah. not gloriously evil, but they're just like scum, right? That that's what it is. Even yeah. right now, to just having these random gills in this um in this truck, basically as prisoners, you know, a uh, very very Mad Max Fury Road kind of inspired, yeah. right? And on yeah. the subject yeah. of that, that that the the outcome of what what happens with those girls afterwards is very very Fury Road inspired, and I loved it. Don't mind the trailer spoiled it, unfortunately, but I love that moment, right? But at the end of the day, uh, it's about the star himself, um, Joma Tomilla, if I got the name wrong, uh, forgive me, right? Oh, yeah, he, um, to, um, Tomilla, um, jo- okay. Joma or Yoma, uh, I could Probably. be wrong, right? right? But yeah, he is great, though, as 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 our hero, right? I just love that, uh, you know, again, um, taking, taking a page from, from, the, from the John Wick book and whatnot. Yeah, um, he is vulnerable, right? He will bleed, he will hurt, he will wince when he's in pain. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like that. And, and remember, this is a pr- practically old dude, right? But I love his motivation where it's like, you know, I found goal. I just want to get the goal from point A to point B. Yeah, no, but hey, here's <laughs> these Nazi motherfuckers anyway. All right, I don't want any trouble, but hey, they want to yeah, start yeah. shit, so here we yeah. go, right? right. Um, and when it took the character too, was great as well, because you know you're just there thinking, all right, he's just gonna waste them out. It's like, nah, he will, he will get his ass kicked like ever so often. He will get his ass whooped, yeah. right? The point, like, oh shit, this man really gonna die, right? You know what I mean? Is Israel Conan the Barbarian, like the movie type shit, where yeah, yeah. the heroes are badass, but he will get his ass handed to him. I take it, oh shit, he's gonna die, but this his will to keep going, right? Um, yeah, this just keeps him going, and this how he's able to pick himself back up is really amazing, right? I will say this though, and I put this up on Facebook. This show has one of the best death scenes I've seen in a movie so far this year. All I'll say, if you're if you're a Kubrick fan, you'll know what to look for. But when it happens, I was like, I fucks with it. That Harrell had, right? Um, as you was mentioning with, with camera work and whatnot, right? I, I love the cinematography in this. I think what you, what, what you mean with, with what you're saying earlier is that because it's like it's not like on a set, like right? it's it's basically outdoors, right? And it's on it's it's using like these sparse, barren landscapes now. So where you know where where the blocking and the, the the framing takes place, it feels like it's it's part of there. It's it's part of that environment now. So there's no like there's no camera trickery, like there's no close-ups or whatnot to kind of hide certain shots, right? So when characters get blown up or whatnot, you see it in detail. It's yeah. not like yeah. close-up or whatnot, unless it's absolutely necessary. Uh, by the way, there's a lot of explosions in this though. Um, there, there, there's yep. one person who collects a landmine. That's all I'll say. That was fucking awesome. I love that. Um, and just in closing though, um, the end, just that final shot and where, where it all led up to, I love that. That is yeah. brilliant. I love that. It's so it's so clever. <laughs> it's just it's so funny at the same time. Like, oh, this is really what it was all about. It's like, yeah, I just no, what yeah, to said it. I thought that, yeah. was, that was smart. That was real smart, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, again, um, Lionsgate have have a hit on their hands with this movie, man. Um, but really, this is a genre film, and it knows its audience, right? Like while I was watching this, I would just imagine some this being screened in some sort of like midnight movie screening or whatever, and there's people just sort of lose this shit out as how you know it it's seen how how many ways Nazis get killed. Uh, that's what it is, right? 
but again we just live in a world where something like this exists right and you won't have anybody that will you know some high fluted somebody will come and say you know but story-wise it makes no sense and what's going on no it is what it is it sticks its guns it tells you this in like a short space of time it delivers the goods that's all you get you get your blood your guts you get your badassery what more what more do you want right and i'll close this it really does feel like something out of the 70s right because um uh, well i mentioned the the inglorious bastards right but yeah um just just other films that you know if you if you know your history that came out from europe right that was like just pushing the envelope right um in terms of what they could get away with right yeah it, it really does feel like that like, like like just something straight out of the 70s that that you know was just really going out of its way to just give you the visceral thrill now you know what i mean and I'm really curious to see what Netflix brings to the table with their blood and gold, you know, film, right? But yeah, I have a feeling that it's going to be just as good, if not better, than what we get here, man. But, um, CISO is a real deal, man. So for me, for what it is, I am giving this also a strong 4 out of 5, man. Um, and this also will be in my best of the year, man. I had a lot of fun watching this, man. Um, yeah, uh, well, well, fine. Talk to Rita, Ricardo. Yeah, written, um, yeah, like I said, out of 10. It wasn't special, special, but it's good. Um, I just enjoy it for the, the just the violence and the viscera of it. Does it? You know, it, as you this opening shot, the early shot, the, the whole top of a, a man head get blow up. I was like, yeah, okay, that's what we come for. Um, but I, I didn't expect anything deep. But you know, I would have preferred if something. As you say, we live in a time where it don't have to be as deep as it is. But like, you know, probably should care. I don't know. It, it didn't. It didn't bother me too too much. But like, it's like I I know what I know what to expect. I know what to go. I know where it's going. So like, yeah, it's fine. Um, that's about it. Um. Yes, I'm out of ten. Right, right, right. So up next, let's talk about White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> Not to be confused with the 92 film, right? So mm-hmm. allow me to begin, right? Because I have a, well, just a couple things I want to share on the film itself, right? On this version, right? So, saw the trailer. Saw, saw actually, I like, saw the teaser for this new movie here. This this remake, right? And instantly I saw it, I was like... Okay, we're really doing this? Alright, well, at least it came out on Hulu. At least it's not coming out in theaters. Yay, so I can watch it home. Cool, right? And that was that, right? And then, you know, I waited a while and I was like, oh, it coming out, you know, this week, right? As in the time of us record. Well, I should say last week, right? It came out, right? So the thing is with, with this show here, right? So two things, right? Go with fit, right? One, it's a remake of the 92 film of the same name, right? Which I actually recapped in, in preparation for this, right? And agree to disagree, Ricardo. I I, I kind of love that film. It's it's okay. great. Yeah, the yeah, original I mean, White Man Can't Jump is great. Yeah, right? yeah. Now, it's it's one of those movies that I is iconic in a sense, but yeah. I don't remember the movie or what it was about exactly. You just remember the aesthetic of it, like oh well, yeah. But we we gotta talk about that because again, yeah. I have the exact same problem with this that I have with his last movie. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, well, the director right. himself, Kalmatic. Yeah, because he right. did. Uh, he did the remake of House Party, which came out right. earlier this year. Which, um, I, you know, Kid Cudi saved. He he genuinely right. saved that movie. Right. He was the funniest thing time, about that movie, right? This time it have no Kid Cudi. This time, so. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but before we get to to that film, right? So I will recommend Ricardo that you recap the first film because um, it actually is a lot better than I remember it though. So right. Quick, quick, back, back story. Movie quick, right? So I will never forget, right? 92, I was growing up. Yes, I knew how big that movie was because it, you know, it was just all over the TV and newspapers and whatnot, right? But I was too young to see it, right? Because I read it, our comedy, right? 
I remember it showed years later on TV6. Of course, they cut out all the, the F-bombs or whatnot, right? But I kind of got the gist of it, but it didn't click with me, right? Right. So watching it now, I'm like, wow, this shit, like, real good, though. You, you know what I mean? So first off, right, Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrison, right? They were right. top of the games, right? Especially Wesley Snipes, because this is coming yeah. right after, well, he had two big films in 91. That would be New Jack City, i.e. one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time, and right. Jungle Fever, right? Right. Um, and of course, Woody Harrison, I, he was he was big off of um, Cheers, right? Yeah. Right. Well, exactly. But that, that's the difference. Is that this? Uh, I don't know. I, I, well, I know. We 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 we'll compare right. the two. We we'll compare the two, right? Right. So looking at it now, right? Um, what what makes the show work, right? Is that on paper it could have just been simply what it was marketed as. Oh, you know, black hustle, uh, street baller, hustle, slash hustler. You know, trying to make it big, trying to make money. It's like, hey, you know, be I could beat you guys. All right, who, who's, who's, who's here? Who's your point, man? Whatever it is. All right, let me just pick this white boy. Ha ha ha! The white man. Ha ha ha! He can't ball. Look at him. Ha ha ha! Right. And right. and you realize, oh, the man can actually play basketball, right? Right. So that that's what it is surface level, right? But really, what 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 catch we do is just is the hustler nature of the show that that work with me, man. Like it reminds me of stuff like say the color of money or the hustler. It's about the hustler. Right. It's just about. Yeah. All right, how far are you going to go to make that money, right? And that's where you get these great backstories, you know, with um, with Wesley and his wife and, 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 and son trying to, trying to um, do right by them, trying to get them out of the hood, basically. Um, Woody and his girlfriend, who's played by, you know, the body herself, Rosie Perez, you know, right, what I mean? right. at their situation with, with paying these mobsters, all that kind of stuff. So they have stakes, though, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like... You, you know, like, they, they're skilled in, in the field of basketball, right? But at the same time, you could tell that they're not going to go as far with that skill than just hustling and do and playing street ball. That, you know, because they can't see be, beyond that now. You know, and I love how the show addresses that, right? So, yes, on surface level, it is kind of about race, but it's not really about race. It's really right. about capitalism at the end of the day. That, that's really what it is, right? And while, while I say that too, just talking quickly, um... Is with Rosie Perez's backstory, which I thought was great. Where, yeah, she she wanna she wanted to, to make something of herself. So her idea is that she wants to, you know, go into jeopardy, like the game itself, right? And right. and and win money there, right? And do right, you know, you know, and provide for for themselves, right? So yeah, she's reading books and she's trying to learn all kind of stuff. And then eventually she goes on to jeopardy, and you actually see, you know, a young Alex Rebecca, right? That was really cool. But yeah, yeah again, it's just that pursuit of money, you know, and that's what makes that show work, right? Yes, it is about basketball too, and you get some great basketball moments. So if you're a sports fan, yes, it is a great sports film, right? But it's really the 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 hustler mindset and how far these characters will go. That's what makes that show work for me, right? And lastly, what also makes it work too is the chemistry between Wesley and Woody. It was just so spot on, boy. Like like just the moment they meet each other, like uh, my name's not Chump, it's Billy Hoyle. Billy yeah. Hoyle. Billy Hoyle. Billy Hoyle. Okay, Billy, like that is what most that's that still is a moment that always stick out to me, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just the comedic what? timing and just how, just the back and forth and the energy with it works, right? I'll just close with one last thing, right? One last thing and, I'll, and then I'll shut up, right? And now we have to talk about the title. Because yes, the title is what's going to be addressed in this remake here, right? So yes, there's a moment, slight spoiler, where um, where after a game, right? Wesley's pretty much taunted. He is kind of talking shit to, um, to Woody, right? So, you know, in Street Ball, now, as it's established in this movie, is there's shit talking as part of it, right? You have to talk about their mama, you know, like your mama's so big and all that kind of stuff. And fuck you and all that kind of stuff. They do that, right? But there's a moment where Wesley pretty much just tell Woody white men can't jump. 
because throughout the film we haven't seen him actually jump to the to the to the hoop, right? And then well he does it and he feels right and that kind of um back um blows up in his face. Now. I'm not gonna see how, right? But yeah, something like that is just kind of meant to taunt him in a sense now, right? Is that telling everybody who watched this film? Yeah, white men can't jump in general. Cause um, bro, when white white men was played in, in NBA prior to when this movie came out, just seeing. Well, so the it, film it, knows it, that, but it yeah. kind of poking fun of it too. So it's not just a provocative title for the sake of just you know provoking you. It kind of makes a point too. It's part of the whole shit talking aspect, and you yeah. know just the way how somebody like Wesley from where he's from, his character would look at Woody and be like, yeah, like look at you, you you can't jump, look at you, like. But to the shows, um defense we never really saw him do it until the end and that was why i was like oh shit he can right but that was because he went through so much shit in the show so it's like all right this is the last game we're gonna play i'm gonna really give him all and he does it right so it's not just a title per se it kind of fits within the story being told i just wish they did that here with this movie but whatever but yeah uh ricardo before you jump into what this remake is about um and there's another aspect about the show, but I'll talk about it when I get into my review. But yeah, Ricardo, any anything you remember or admire about the old film before jumping into this yeah, remake? It's, it's, yeah, that was it. I it have a couple of little facts. Like, okay, like in the, I know, I know, I just know the backstory. Some of the backstory stuff. Like, I know one little factoid is that uh, Wesley Snipes, even though he's a well-fit person and martial artist, blah blah blah. Uh, actually, can play basketball. Like, yeah, well, he and like, Woody could play, but he and no, he Woody, and Woody could play though. No, no, no. Wesley Snipes can't play. Like at the time, he couldn't uh-huh. play at all. Um, but oh, Woody couldn't uh, play. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Oh, wow. Wes- Wesley couldn't play, right? Really? Right. But Woody Harrelson is actually very good at basketball. He he's like a uh, he used to play wow. college ball if I remember correctly or something like that. So like it's a little like funny inversion in, in the reality of it. Uh, that that uh, is that is really amazing though. I thought yeah, Woody. Yeah. I thought Wesley was the one who can and Woody no. couldn't. You know? No, no. It, it, it's the opposite. Uh, but yeah. Um, the movie, yeah, it's one of those movies that again is up to me is, is working its time because because of the conceit of well yeah even the, the the white guys who do play in the NBA none of them can really dunk and that is kind of making the run in the joke like you know that's the whole thing how many how many white guys is dunk yeah you know we, you know the kind of running that kind of running myth is a myth it is not true but you know the reason why the three pointer exists is for white guys to have a, a part in the in the, in, in basketball and uh, kind of nonsense right uh. And it's stuff like that, right? It, it's it playing all these conceits of it. And it does, at the time, you know, racial dynamics of the time and, and the early 90s, late 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie mm. totally works, you know, aesthetically does work. Um, uh, did they, weren't they on another movie after this? Money Train? Oh, I, I forgot to mention. Yes, they were on Money Train, which is right. Right. really so, forgettable. So it, <laughs> well, I, I remember having some fun with it. Uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah this is it's, dumb it's, fun, it's but, but yeah, I it don't remember that shit at all. <laughs> Right, right, but you yeah, know they they try to they try to you know two of them try to you know do a little partnership career something like that. But yeah, it is kind of boring from the whole forty-eight hours stuff. You know, you know white white guy, you know black guy. Yeah, the white guys do this and black guys do that. Blah blah blah. Uh, but that's about it. But it is it like aesthetically does hold up. You know, for the most part. Um, and well, we had to get into this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but what is this this remake about? Because eh? we sh- we should let you know, folks. Um, they are telling a much different story here, right, but yeah. they borrow certain beats from the old film. But I'll mention right. them in my review. But yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This one, this one changes uh, the conceit because this character you now he kind of washes out of college ball and doesn't get into the NBA, but almost does. I forget the exact like 
like I, I wasn't clear on the exact no um I well yeah it. like he he was doing the college ball thing and then right. well some fan which is weird but kind of believable some fan insulted him about the father because the father was going through hard times and then what right. beat the shit out of him and then well you know yeah he's correct no he's correct and I right his career fell apart because i know he was like a popular celebrity you could me because here's the thing eh? when i when i first watched this and i started watching like oh shit they're doing weird in this movie and like no he's not doing weird <laughs> and then they make a joke about that it's like a fake ass doing weird ah uh, uh, yeah i remember that hmm. right you know, stuff like that um but yeah i uh uh what was the exact story right he washes out but i forget why Jack Harlow, I gotta get into why Jack Harlow is probably one of the oh, I'll I, I, I talk about Jack Harlow yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, Jack Harlow had this this injury, um, two ACLs, two torn ACLs, sorry. Right. So he trying to get back into it, so he trying to um raise money so he could get stem cell it is some stem cell treatment or some so for he needs that's that's the motivation. Yeah. Right. And yeah, uh it's it's uh just two of them have to hustle, they they hustling bad, they they doing the thing and then um well they basically get to the point where they had to win certain things and you know, one of them bring a twenty dollars and they have they have in dynamics bouncing off each other. And yeah, I was so underwhelmed with the shitter. Here's the thing. It wasn't it's not as bad as House Party. But because House Party had Kid Cuddy saving it and making it actually funny, I I kinda hate this more than House Party. That's how I feel about it. Even though I think structurally is a little better than House Party. That's how I feel about it. It's kind of dumb. They, they they make a bunch of things. One of the big problems is Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow is terrible in this. Like, holy, he can't act. I don't know. Here's the thing. I only know about Jack Harlow because of uh, Lil Nas X. And, like, why didn't you just get Lil Nas X and them to come together? Like, they actually, like, seem to be funny or whatever it is. They could have get Lil, Lil Nas X to come true. They could have been the And, and that would have made a real interesting, like, perspective on basketball. Like, having or a black gay man, like, play it right. or something, something, you know? Right, do something interesting yeah. with it. Uh, another problem is I don't know who the guy, the black guy is. Who's the, um... I don't oh, know I, I, I didn't even, um... He's a real he basketball, is, apparently? No, um, his name is Sinqua Walls. Um, right. I, I don't even... First time I've seen him, too. He, he's so probably in other shows, but I don't know him. Okay, terrible. Yeah. He, oh, he's just so forgettable. As I say, fake ass doing weird. The only reason, <laughs> the only reason I, I, you know, thought, I really thought, oh shit, they get doing weird to come in this movie to play the character. So you go get real basketball. And that's the biggest problem I have with this. The basketball sucks. <laughs> the basketball of this, wow, they shoot this so badly. Because last yep. year, last year, we had, we had a movie about hustling. Hustler. Called, hustle. Called hustle. Called hustle. Hustle. What, one of that's the year's the best films, bar right. none. Yeah, and yes, while I was watching this show, I was thinking, but God, but but hustle address this better. So much better. Hustle touch on this too much so better. Much you know. better, right? And I was like, so why do even why did brother even make this? And that's my problem with this dude dress. The man do like make it is really it too low effort. It way too low effort. Like you could uh, uh, it didn't adopt this the race relation. None of those race relations things make any kind of jokes because I don't know what they did they're trying to do with this. They, they modernize race relations, but um, it just. It just like just like how that, that crappy Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy movie was like. Oh, uh, 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 good good thing I bring up that too because yeah. yes, I was thinking about you people while I was watching yeah. this too. So yeah, so it's like what it's supposed to be this 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 you know modernized race relation that they don't think out at all and this kind of that it feels so lazy and it's kind of boring. Um, I don't know, none of it is interesting or engaging. I couldn't get into it at all. It main problem it wasn't funny. Big problem I have with that. 
And then, you know, I, I just felt, yeah, again, if you modernize the conceit, you gotta make it smarter or more intelligent or well taught. And that's the problem. More or less the exact same problem I have with House Party. I get that you're doing something different, but you need to think it out a little better than this. And, and yeah, it's it just too low effort for me to enjoy it. Yeah, I, I I agree, man. Um, where do I where do I where do I start, right? So let me let me start off with with maybe the main reason why people will watch this in the first place, right? Outside the title, Jack Harlow himself, right? right? So I am not on the Jack Harlow train, right? Um, but I for can. me, as only as a hip hop head, about this dude, only reason I know about who this dude is because of industry beef. Right. Good, yeah. good thing you bring up that, right? Good thing you bring up yeah. that, right? So, I just always try to be new when it comes to, you know, new rappers on the scene, right? So, of course, when Jack Harlow came out with What's Poppin' back in, like, what, 2020? Right. By right. the way, surprise, surprise, that song plays the end, right? Which is kind of okay. funny, because, slight spoiler, Tyler Harrow was in the end of the movie, I took it, oh, they're gonna play that song. It's like, nope, they played this song, the single he put before What's Poppin'. Like, the, the, the breakout single, there, you know? You, you think right. they're gonna play Tyler Harrow, um, even though that is, like, probably the best song on that debut album he put out. That's what they all say, just in my opinion. But that, that, was, that was, like, a missed opportunity, but whatever, right? So, when it comes to Jack Harlow, right, he's a good rapper. He's not a great rapper, he's a good rapper, right? I know a lot of people was talking shit last year, like when he, he dropped the project, uh, where it is Come Home, The Kids Miss You, because he had this song called First Class, and people were like real talking shit about the, um, the hook, which borrows from, um, uh, what's the name by Fergie with um, Glamorous. When you yeah. hear it, you'll know what I talk about, right? But people was like real talking shit, because he has some kind of line about sweet semen. It, it, was, it was real fucking bizarre, right? But yeah, yeah it was weird, right? But I think, like, he's a good rapper, like, technically, right? It's just people, like, a lot of people just, like, kind of talking shit. Uh, in particular, two reasons, right? One, obvious, K. White. Uh, two, because they, they, they feel like he borrows a lot from Drake. And right. uh, I cannot agree with the latter. <laughs> he he kind of rips from Drake. Okay, uh, uh, Drake is uh, Mr. Ripoff by himself. <laughs> wow. <that laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, Drake is, is so influential, right? So you can understand well, other people yeah. kind of born from him, right? But yeah. at the same time, it's like, you know, necessarily hard to have the same cadences and flows like him, you know, but that is what Jack does. He can't help himself. I'm sorry, right? So, long story short, like, um, just the other day, uh, uh, like, just a while back, he dropped his third album, Jackman, right? Where it was more introspective and, you know, more about who he is and he come up and all that too. And it's cool, like, I actually like it. He actually mentioned the fact that he get this this um, opportunity to work on this film. Like, he had a line where he kind of mentioned being able to sign a movie. He's like, okay, that, that's that's clever. All right, all right, all right, yeah. Um, but it just feels so scant, boy. Like, it just... You, you, you kind of tell him about the come up, but you don't really tell him anything. Is, is, is that is that kind of problem now? And he just does it in about 25 minutes, so you just come out of it like, wow, that was just... It just kind of flew past by, right? But long story short, as a rapper... He does what he does. He good, right? As an actor, however, oof. Yeah. And I understand. I understand. Even though I don't know a lot about him, I know Jack Harlow is a basketball fan, right? Why would you call your track Tyler Hero if you're not an NBA fan, right? Of course, I get it. So I understand why he would be in a film like this. I understand, like, you know, because, you know, we need, we need a white guy who can play basketball and I guess could rap, so let's just pick Jack Harlow, right? Um, but he, he, he clearly shows his, um, his lack of strength, if you will, in, in acting, but like, like it, it wasn't horrible. Like it wasn't like I was cringing every time that he was on screen though, but it's just numerous moments where it's like, mm, you, you just need to put in more, man. You know what I mean? Um, 
the character um, himself and even um, Sinqua, who plays Kamal, I just couldn't get into. They just, I just didn't care about them. Um, and this is where I have to go to comparison between this and the old film, right? At least with the old film, the characters, right? You, you cared about, right? Because, again, they have the skill. They're doing this stuff. They're hustlers, right? But they have heart, though. You know, they're doing it for, for a good cause. It's just, you know, ego and, you know, the money and all that kind of stuff gets in the way, right? That's understandable. Here, it's like... You know, if they just get one break, just one break, right? You know, they they, they, they pretty much set. And sorry to say, that's what happened to Kamal in any film. It's just like, you know, one little moment, and yeah, he back to normal, right? Even though he went through what he went through, right? Um, same thing with with um, with, 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 with Jack Harlow's character, Jeremy, right? What, what I try to say, basically, is that there's no real stakes for them, right? But the show goes out of its way to kind of build stakes. So, all right, so you have Kamal, his, his dad, right? Um, who is played, much of my surprise, by Lance Reddick, right? This is actually one of his, his final yeah. performances, right? And yeah, he actually that was shocking. Cool. Yeah, like, he wasn't this way? All right. Yeah, yeah, what I see at the very beginning is like, oh, you with this? What? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and here's where I'll touch on my mean issue with the film, right? The original film is a comedy drama, right? So right. you have you have genuine moments of laughter, right? But it comes more in the dialogue more than anything else, right? The the quips and the, the banter, especially when they on court, right? But here the the humor was just sorely lacking, dread. Yeah, and but what surprised me though is that they real lean into the drum into the drama part though. But a little too much, boy, compared to the original one. Because, yes, there were your, your downer moments and all that kind of stuff. But, like, in this one here, you have this thing with, with, with Kamal Father who have this terminal illness and he could die. And then they just had to... Well, I mean, it's no surprise what happens, right? But it's when it happens, right? It's like, really, film? You, you really want to do this? This is how you want to build stakes? The man doing something that he loves. So let's just throw this wrench here and just say, oh, well, you know, this happened. So, yeah, to throw you off, but, but it's like, come to Mandra. Like, you know, you know what I mean? It, it, it's like that, right? Um, but yeah, it's just there was little to no stakes for these characters, right? Jeremy, all right, I want to, to get back into playing basketball, but, you know, I'm trying this hustle thing and, you know, selling, um, what is my, uh, I forget what you call it, by, but just basically detox formulas whatever it is whatever it is right. i don't know what it is right just basically that it's just all it's just the characterization and just the, the stakes would not this didn't rope me in at all right but um the dramatic stuff i felt like yeah they just lean a little too much into it and you really feel it too because yeah the the, the, the comedy was there but it just fell flat mostly fell flat like the, i will lie there were a few moments where i chuckle like i chuckle at some points but it just wasn't enough for me, man. Um, well, as, as you mentioned, Kid Cudi, there was no Kid Cudi to save this film. Who I thought was going to save this film, and I was surprised to see him in this, was my boy Vince Staples, seeing this. Right. Yeah, right, he, right, he right. want to come out, friend. I like, but yeah, like, like I mean, I, I love you as a rapper. Like, you know, like, you, you had one of the best albums of last year. You know, um, um, yeah, you had one of the best albums last year, but I don't see that you, you, you're a terrible actor, but you're just not given any good lines, though. It just more feels improv than anything like that. Like the, the only bit of characterization you really give him is that he into um, older women, like older white women right. or some shit like that. that that's, that's, that's the characterization they give him. Um, there's this other guy who's with him. I forget his name. I know I saw him before, but like, even he and all, like, character-wise, was just wasted to me, right? Um... I didn't expect to see Tiana Taylor in this as well. I was like, hey, I know the right. face from somewhere. I think I was like, hey. Laura, Laura Harrier was in this too. Like, okay, she's... Yes, Laura, ha yes, Laura yeah. Harrier was in it too. He was like, wood, yeah. right? And yeah. they did the typical, you know, 
I'll hold you down. I do in my job, but right. you know, if you just do shit again, I'm gonna leave you, right? right? Yes, it is very similar to the to the Rosie Perez character, but right. here again, just no stakes involved. I, 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 what, what I'm trying to say in general, right, is that I just never felt at any point in time that if something were to happen to them, that they will like their their lives will be over or like their careers will be over. You know what I mean? I just never felt that, right? Because they yeah. were in the field of basketball anyway, right? Um, even the whole hustling stuff. Didn't really you work know for me re- neither. You know this reminds me of a little bit. It just uh. reminds me of um oh gosh, remember Jake Gyllenhaal a boxing movie? Um Southpaw. Right, which I I, I remember skipping out on, but I remember you saw right. it. Yeah. Right. And the, the big problem I had with Southpaw is that yeah, this don't make any sense now. Like not right. now. Good, good thing you, know, you bring it up that. Sense. It makes sense in the nineties, it makes sense in the eighties, but it don't make sense now. Like how the world change. You know, thing again. They they don't really evolve it in any workable sense. So like, I don't, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're you're right, you're right. So that's just few things before I get to read through. But good thing you bring up that, right? Um, yeah, like you know, the the hustling stuff for the first film is just kind of here or there in this movie. Yeah. It's just like, oh well, you know, we are. And they they had the goal to replicate scenes. So the moment where they went to Watts to to, to play ball, that is yeah. from the first film. Yeah. Right down to them coming on the, st- the, the the flight of steps. That's for the first film. They did uh, yeah, that. Is, um, the, the, the original film had the flamethrower, right? That's no, the, no, no. But that that moment was was great in the first film where the right. guy said he was going to get he was he was he was going for a gun. Uh, but no, but prior to getting the gun, he had to go and get extra money. So he tried to rob a uh, uh, um this this store owner, but the store owner knew him. Is like, yo, I want to buy the gun from you. So he get right. the money to to do the thing. There, that was that was clever. That was really clever, right? But yeah, that flamethrower part was just like. Why, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Yeah. I don't know, right? But yeah, those, those moments didn't work for me. Um, I didn't. I just never felt that hustler aspect. It was just like people who it just it just came off like two characters who just had nothing to do. Hey, let me just make some money, right? Boom, right. So touching on the whole race thing and how um out of touch it feels here now, right? Look at the title alone: White Men Can't Jump. Realize that was never like that. T that term itself is not addressed in the film because there the end. Jack Allo do a dunk. So it's like, what's the point of calling this movie White Man Can't Jump outside of just being like, oh yeah, that's like the, the film that came out in the 90s, right? That's why it's called that. But the point again, add with this, and I'll stop here, right? Is that the show couldn't even find a way to address race, or at least the the reason why these two characters who kind of, you know, oil and water, so to speak, how okay. they could actually like coexist, right? The first okay. film did that well, right? Exactly. What, one sec, one sec, one sec. The first film did that very well in a right. subtle way, right? It didn't beat you over yeah. the head, you know, with race and all kind of stuff, right? But it was there. You understand in the world of that first film why somebody could look at Woody Harrison and say, oh, you can't play ball and that, w- that would work in the hustle. That was what Wesley character was smart enough to say. It's a hustling thing, right? Better than the white man. The white man kick all their ass, boom, right? They couldn't even accomplish that here. Here's the last film that I was thinking about while I was watching this, right? That addressed race in our time, so to speak. Blind Spotting. Thank you. That show found this, a way this, to address race this, this in LA. So, you know, this is what's so in... frustrating. This is what's so frustrating about this is that, bro, right. we have movies that already set the template of how to answer it. You ain't solving no problems here. And yes. you're still fucking it up. I'm like, what? Yes. This so, show does nothing movies, to address it. Nothing. Nothing to address it. Nothing. So, it, it ultimately comes down to... Just a normal basketball movie that could have just been named anything else but White Men Can't Jump because the title just 
don't it doesn't fit it doesn't work right yeah. it's just there to, to to sell the you know the biracial relationship problem. between another the two problem. of them now huh. another problem back in 1992 how many how many white basketballers you knew off the top of your head right none very <laughs> so, few very yeah. few right to me the first like really good like amazing basketball player was um that fellow john stockton right okay. in, in in jazz right and then later you had you had um jason kidd and thing right mm. no no we have a, like an amazing fucking jokic you know stomping the lakers ass right now right You're right right so i don't understand what they're trying to sell with this white man can jump crap now like, thank you again <laughs> again you're the other just take this out man we told them a problem we told yeah it's it I, I i hate to use it's the current year argument but it's, it's the current year come on too much time it's 2023 and you're still it it feels like backward like a it just feels like a, a like a what 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 it is a demake it almost feels like a demake like <laughs> demake like yeah 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 like if like if like if um thing was the remake in 1992 and this one was this one was made in like 1975 or something like that mm. like it just not well well thought out nothing nothing interesting. yeah in fact, yeah yeah in fact if, if this was made in the 70s it would probably be a more interesting thing here's another thing we have freaking um we call it by winning time Yes, that doing basketball <laughs> better than this. And yeah, that, and that, and the time is a largely fictional affair, right? It it based on real shit, but it's largely a fictional affair. Even that well thought, I don't know the writing, brother. Right. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the writing, the writing oh is bad God, though. Dude. And 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 you know, yeah. as I mentioned, the whole basketball scene stuff. Yeah, I won't lie though. Yeah, they they just bad. Um, yeah. really, for me personally, right, it's just because you don't see enough of it. They just kind of show you glimpses of it. Um, even right down to like the main event that will, that's all call it in the film, right? The main event. You don't see enough of the basketball itself. You don't see the banter. You don't see much of it. You just see see it in glimpses now. You know, even in the first film, uh, which by the way was there. Directed by um, by Ron Shelton, who I didn't even know directed Bull Durham, um, right. uh, you know a classic basketball, co- uh, ba- sorry baseball, you know comedy drama, right? Starring right. Kevin Costner, right? And yeah, I didn't even know that he was into sports films now. But you know, throwing a little genre here or there, so it's a you know he'll throw any romantic comedy or drama or whatever it is, right? But the point is, you could tell like in that first film, he loved the art of basketball, right? So like in the final. Um, scene, for example, the, the final match. Yeah, there's a lot of slow mo shots, and he just like, like just going off of the art of you know playing basketball, right? And that's where you get the great moment where uh, Woody does the dunk in the first place, right? You don't really get that there. It's just kind of sporadic. It just kind of happens, and boom, it, it just yeah. ends, right? But last thing, last thing, I'll get through it, right? So comparing this to House Party, right? At least House Party for what it was, right? The remake itself, right? Which I didn't hate, right? That was just like simple, like just. Premise wise is basic, right? It's a house party. We do this at somebody's house. Boom, right? That's it, right? In this case, is we actually like trying to touch on race relations, but we also trying to touch on how hard it is to be in the, in the um to to make it big in the in the um in the NBA and so on. But it just all it it doesn't even like scratchy surface though. It's just kind of basic, kind of been there, done that, and it couldn't even do anything smart with the with the team of race. Cause why would you name the show White Men Can't Jump if you don't even address yeah, it? Do I'm sorry, but but anyway, but anyway, but we talk long enough about this. Um, I I really want to be charitable to this though because I kind of admire the, the 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 effort made at drama though. But the reason why I noticed the dramatic parts more, unfortunately, is that the comedy was just severely lacking, right? Um, Jack Harlow is neither here nor there with me as far as acting goes. Um, this if this is like the only time he ever decided to act, whatever, because he will he will continue to make a living rapping anyway. But 
Ugh, that's all I have to say. Like, like he he need to try harder, man, right? But yeah, overall at the end of the day, um, this this ultimately and unfortunately is kind of pointless. Sorita wise, I have to give this a strong two to a very 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 light two and a half out of five, man. Um, I kind of want my money back, but at the same time, if you're curious to see it. Uh, see, it doesn't like you have to go cinema to see it. It's on Hulu, so if you're curious, see it there. If you're, if you're a Jack Hallow fan, watch it. If you enjoyed House Party, watch it. But trust me, the original film is way, way better and way more timely than, than what we get here. This is going to be forgotten, I would say, by year's end. And people be like, yeah, oh shit, that actually happened? Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, sorry, it was just that un- It was just that unremarkable. I'm sorry. But yeah, Ricardo, final thoughts on Rita. Yeah, no, this this was kind of just I don't know why this was just kind of pointless because I don't know why I make this if you're gonna just do this. It does feel the whole thing does feel kind of too low effort. And look, I tend to not knock people hustle like whatever you're doing your thing, fine. But jeez, boy, like a too low effort for me to care, especially if you're gonna you know reference a well supposedly classic film, right? Again, I don't think the original is a masterpiece or anything like that, but it's a movie I remember. And mm. I really thought they could have done something with it. And, you know, again, even at the time, other than Larry Bird, who you could have name off the top of your head as a big white basketball player, right? Not, not really anybody, right, for the most part, right? At least at the time, in the original. So you could kind of understand the conceit in the 90s about that, right? Until later, you have your Jason Kids and Jason Williams or whoever it is. And now, like, yeah, we have a ton of white basketball players, mostly from Europe, admittedly. But, you know, yeah, they, they're making it work for what it is. And so this idea of the, again... If you're doing white men can't jump, you know, please address the race conceit or at least, uh, you know, evolve the race conceit or something. Nothing. The problem is with this, as I say, current year, we, we had, we had, you know, um, with this blind spotting, we had, you know, hustle last year. They could have mixed that take, pull from some ideas. You know, people do it better in different ways. And they sit down with the script. But yeah, uh, this was way too low effort for me to enjoy. Yeah, I, I probably like a, a 3 out of 10 or something like that. This was pretty bad. Right, right, right. And last but not least, let's ride, let's ride, let's ride, let's ride. Let's talk about Fast X. So, um... Yeah, this is, this is, this is basically, this is basically Tom Slick at this point. Like, it's straight up Rocket League (sighs) Speed Racer. (laughs) Rocket League? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. it's straight up, it's straight up, if you know what Tom, if you know what Tom Slick is, right? It's just, this thing is just straight up a goddamn cartoon at this point. Yeah, boy. Um, but but that's but all right. So, a little, little preamble time, right? So just letting you know, there will be there will be there will be a spoiler section, right? Because there's some spoilers that I I just want to talk about here. I just want to get this off my chest, right? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you have one kind of one kind of interesting spoiler. I mean, not really. But, okay. You know, right. Well. So preamble time, right? Um, you know, we 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 we've, we've talked about you know the Fast and Furious franchise before. We actually had like a long ass episode of BSB to Billy talking about the, the the franchise. That was when it came out, defeat defeat the Furious. Sorry. Right. Um, but what I was reminded of um when I recapped Fast Nine, and when I actually sort of listened to my review of it, is that we never got Fast Nine in theaters in Trinidad because of a little sum called the pandemic. Yes, cinemas were closed, so we had we so we 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 had to like you know moan and be like, oh, why when America got to see Fast Nine before us? So we had to wait till it came out on digital, and that's when we saw it, and that's when we that's when we uh, we we reviewed it, right? So I was reminded that like after I watched Fast Nine, oh shit! Like I was trying to remember if I saw it this cinema. I was like, no, I watch it home, and yeah, I, I kind of wish I watch it home. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of wish I watched it in cinema. Um. 
but I couldn't, right? I think that's probably one of the reasons why I enjoyed this one here so much, right? But um, but Fast 9, right? Um, watch it over. I enjoyed a, a smidge bit more than I did before. Um, my issues still remain the same where I felt like it just didn't know how to balance the tone. It, it just had this sort of super serious tone. And I noticed it from since part 8, from since Feet to the Furious. From since the moment where um, Paul Walker exited the, the, the franchise because, you know, he passed away. Um... And I lean a lot more into Dom's story, right? You know, of course, played by Vin Diesel. Right. Yeah, and, and the whole stuff with him and Cypher and, you know, the, the kid and all that kind of stuff. That's when they started to take this really super serious route, right? But you're doing all that, right? And, I mean, in, in a spy genre, in a spy, you know, story, it makes sense to go that far, right? I mean, this it's literally like you're watching Mission Impossible, right? You, you want to take the characters and destroy them from the inside out, right? So, Cypher is literally the villain from, like, the fifth and sixth Mission Impossible movies, right? Yeah. No, it, this, yeah, so yeah, they're reaching, well, they're kind of, yeah, they, they move from the, 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 the what do you call it, by the, not the spy phase, the five, five and six is effectively the what you call it the, the heist phase the heist yeah yeah there's the heist phase of the genre and then seven was kind of heist they're still in the heist phase yeah so, seven then, was more the transition phase that that's right. when they officially went into spy shit that's when you and then they started getting to the outright the spy stuff like, yeah right, with, with god's eye and stuff like that yeah, um, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was cool that they actually bring back god's eye um that by the way is the device that um you know yeah. um uh ramsey play by mcgill um natalie emmanuel created right so that was the big conceit there right yeah. But yeah, so they try to balance this sort of super serious, I'm going to destroy everything that you love, you know what I mean, stuff yeah. with, you know, Dom and Cypher, but you still want to throw the goofy over-the-top shit, right? And we got, uh, that's where you got that imbalance. Because yeah, I mean, if there's one big takeaway from, from Nine, of course, it's Tyrese and Ludacris, you know, in a Pontiac in space, right? Because the fans, in quotes, ask for that, right? But I should also mention too, before we get to, to your thoughts on Nine, and then you can jump into Ten, um... The inclusion of John Cena as right. the younger brother of Dom, Jacob. Right. <laughs> and I'll talk about him in this one here because not surprised he 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 comes back at this, right? So yeah, again, you just felt that imbalance, boy. Since from it, just that you want to do the super serious spy shit, but at the same time you want to give us explosive over-the-top stuff. And I mean, to be fair, that's why we pay money to see these movies, right? Sorry to say, that's why we pay to see since, I don't know, five or six, right? But it just felt a little imbalanced here, right? But um, for better or for worse, they kind of sort that problem out with Fast 10. But I'll get to that in a bit. So, Ricardo, uh, we could talk about 9. Well, I guess you could... I would be surprised if you didn't even watch over 9. I know a lot of people will go into 10, not even remembering half of what, what uh, happened in 9. But I really strongly suggest you do watch 9, because it'll make a lot of sense in more ways than one. But yeah, Ricardo, your your thoughts on 9, and then you can jump into 10. Right, 9 was, yeah, 9 was just kind of neither here nor there for me. I, I was just, like, tired of it. I was underwhelmed with it. Um, I, Again, the problem is that they try to do, they try to do the rock thing with John Cena, and they just fall flat like they try to make it a thing now it's like yeah but like that already work or maybe make sense jason momoa hopefully kind of does a little bit you know we'll debate about that but yeah uh i didn't hate this as much as that but yeah nine was just kind of neither here nor there and one of the big problems i had with nine is that it had no great set piece like it needed just kind of trying to do somebody magneting but that was about it that that just largely fall flat for me um but that's about it yeah moving on 
Uh, Honestly, I felt they didn't do enough of the magnet stuff, to be honest. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, well, like, I, like, I, like I, at least in part eight with, you remember there was this whole thing with Siphon, like activated cars, so she was using cars more or less as... um Right, as, right, right. As, Drones or something like that, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Like I cannot drone something, yeah. Yeah, basically. At, at least they make that into a, 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 a yeah. memorable set piece. But with the magnet exactly. stuff, it just kind of came and went. It was just like, oh, yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then the yeah, trailer yeah, spoiled right. that stuff for God's sake, right? But whatever. But yeah, go yeah. on. Well, sugar, you had again to spoil it. Well, anyway, yeah, yeah. So this that the, so this one now I oh right and well the thing with Night only had one thing that was kind of memorable. It was still just kind of dumb. That was Kazan. And again, trailer spoiled it. So whatever. Uh, yeah, I just didn't care. Uh, again, as as John Cena didn't really bring the heat as I thought he could have. Uh, even though I think he's a better actor than The Rock, he still don't have that star power to the level of The Rock. Um, so it it was it just kind of fall flat ultimately. But yeah, I um. In my humble opinion, I just thought they could have just done more with this, but because we got, we basically got Aqua Joker and and, and Hawk Reacher, um, you know, it does work for the most part. Like I, I ha, 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 Hawk Reacher, ha, ha, yeah, I yeah, see yeah. you. <laughs> right, and uh, but so I, I I couldn't I couldn't get myself to to hate this as much, um, but you know I couldn't I couldn't um, get into it as as way it is. Yeah, that is it. Um. Well, spoilers time, right? Um, so yeah. Well, well, before before we get to spoilers, before we get to spoilers, right? After after, well, if you don't mind, I will do the the synopsis, right? I will attempt, and then I'll share my thoughts, and right. we'll just give overall spoiler-free thoughts, and then we'll jump into the spoiler section, right? So previously on you know fast, uh, well you know Furious Nine or Fast Furious Nine or whatever it is, right? Uh, Cipher escaped because she was in prison by this um this this shitty little billionaire guy that nobody cared about because he get killed like an idiot in the end, right? And, of course, you know, Dom's brother, Jacob, you know, well, more or less leave because, you know, they, they are, they're on mutual terms. That's all we'll see, right? Because initially, Jacob wanted to kill him because of reasons, right? Um, Han returned and they set up this whole, and I'll talk about that in the spoiler section, right? They set up that, you know, uh, Mr. Nobody, like, uh, well, like, Mr. Nobody vouched for him, so he faked the death and whatnot. So Han right. is alive, right? And, you know, the, the, the team is back together pretty much, right? So that's it, right? So let me just jump now into into FastX, right? So it, it opens actually quite smartly now with the with the big event of, of right, Fast Five, which Fast is five, yeah, right. which is the you know the removal of the safe from the police station yeah, and yeah, the big yeah. chase scene, right? Um, and this is very well. That's still the best. That's still the best set piece in. In the, in, in the franchise, in yes, in the totally franchise. agree. Yeah, like in I was watching opinion. this, I was like, this and shit still why... hold up, though. Yeah, exactly. And this and movie came why... out like what, 2012, 2013, and it still right. holds up. Like, holy and shit. That's, that's why it was so frustrating because I was like, yeah, uh, no, I think it's 2011, but yeah. Uh, that way no, 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 was no, it, it was the 11. It was either 12 or, or, or I could be wrong. It's, it's probably 11. I, I can't remember. Fast five? Yeah. Uh, Fast five, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I seen twenty eleven here. Yeah. Okay, okay, well, right. all right, twenty eleven. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Uh, so, no, I um, I that was I was expecting a, a set piece on that level, no, on in this, and we don't get it at all. Like it have a kind of interesting set piece, which is some straight up speed racer bullshit. <laughs> I love that to say speed racer. No, no, yeah, is is speed racer slash rocket league slash. I keep referencing Tom Slick, if you know what Tom Slick is. Mm. Straight up some cartoon nonsense. But well, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, but right. But, uh, right. So, um, yeah. So, we, we learned in the process that uh, the, the villain of that film, um, yeah, you know, um, um, Hunan Reyes, so yeah, had, had, had a son, you know, yeah. by the name of, of Dante, right? You know, perfect right. perfect choice of medium, right? Played by Aquaman himself. Uh, yeah, Aquaj- 
Yeah. Aqua Joker. He basically playing Aqua Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he is Aqua Joker, right? Yeah, played yeah. by Jason Momoa, right? So he was presumed dead, right? And um Okay, so this is just a minor, minor spoiler, right? We'll get to the spoiler section a bit, right? I laugh when I realize where he was in that cheese scene, right? So if you remember right. from Fast Five, right, when that whole shenanigans going on on the highway, right. right? There's a guy who comes out with a real gun, right? He's firing. He was in the same car with him, right? like, oh right, my yeah. god, are this serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> on this serious movie, he was there? Because yeah. yes, I remember when, the, you know, when the safe knocked that, that, that car off and it fell off and it, it fell into the water. And yes, that is where Dante was. And yes, yeah, he is yeah. not a lot, he's not dead because he's Aquaman. Of course, he survived the, the, the fall, right? He's Aquaman, right? Duh, right? So long story short, Dante is out for revenge, right? So he knows everything about Dominic, right? If you know, because it's real much possible shit, right? He knows about the family. He knows that he have a son. For some weird reason, his son is much older than he was in Fast 9. So I'm there wondering how much years pass. But anyway, because <laughs> he's like, what, 7 or 8 now, but whatever it is, right? Brian, right? That's his name, right? Um, and it, it, it pretty much starts off with this mission that... Um, that well, basically the, the agency, right? If you remember, that's that's the that's the team that um, Mr. Nobody is a part of. That's the that's the group that pretty much got Dom and his team into spy shit in the first place, right? Yeah, they send them to Rome, right, to to do a job, right? But then they realize, oh, that was kind of on shit. Like it it, it it was fake, basically. It was just a well, trap, basically, right? It was a, it was a setup. Here, yeah. yeah, and that just leads to you know one of the films, you know, big set pieces. You know, we talk right. about there's, that later there's on. There's only set piece that I didn't hate, but I really thought. They try to do the safe thing again. Right, right, right. Because yeah. this big heavy object bouncing about. But because it's too cartoony and none of it is working, it didn't it still fall flat. Like a, yeah. Was, yeah. Right. And and just just to wrap things up as far as premise goes, because you know, anymore I'll be spoiled it. Yeah, so just basically it's about um Dante just trying to bring down Dom, right? And Dom just going out of his way to stop him. But our right. characters are pretty much split up. They have the old little side quest or whatnot. Uh, just a matter of, of, of how far, you know, um, Dante is willing to go and how much Dominic is going to hold on to fate and family, right? Because that's the two main teams that he's going with, fate and family, right? How far he's going to go to, well, yeah, basically save who he calls his family, right? I'll stop here, right? So yeah, stay with me, right? At the end of the show, I watched, I watched, I, I, turned over, I, I turned to my friend, right? Who was there with me, right? And I said... This is hands down one of the best so bad it's good movies I have seen in a long while, boy. This movie is yeah. bad. Eh? It's bad. Yeah. In terms of characters, in terms of where the characters are put, in terms of pacing, in terms of just how far they're going to do this whole no logic thing. Yeah. Everything is just... They, they they really they really stopped giving a fuck with this one. Yeah, like, they, yeah, before, zero zero yeah, fucks were given yeah. with this before movie. Was, before they didn't care, but this time they really yeah. didn't give a shit. Like I really I was watching it. this by Ricardo boy, and I was amazed. I was shocked literally at how how little of a shit they gave Tread, right? Because you see in big a list actors in this thread, right? And it's almost like you're watching this practical joke being played in the or- almost, to the yeah. audience thread, right? Yeah. Where it's like, all right, we 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 play with all you for nine films, right? Let me really push the envelope with this word here, thread. 
I was shocked at just how far they, they threw, literally how far they threw logic out the window, Dredd. It's yeah. like, they just threw it into space, Dredd, right? And you just wondered when it's going to come back down to earth. You know what I mean? No, the last movie really went into space, right? So, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I will lie, though. I had fun watch this boy. It was right. amazing to see this, right? No I was more? laughing no my ass off through a majority of this, and I'll get into yeah. why the spoilers, boy. Yo, but more, I had a f- <laughs> yes, right. Well, as, as you see, a good thing that they bring up that yes, Jason Momoa is the best thing about this movie. Everybody will see this, right? He totally shines as a, as a villain, right? I just love how well, basically, why he works, Red, is that he get the gist of the movie right away. It's like, all right. I shouldn't care. I should take this shit seriously. So you're gonna see this with my villain, right? Yes, he is intimidated at times, right? Especially when you know shit hits the fan and characters are, are close to getting killed and whatnot, right? That is when he gets intimidated, right? But other than that, he is legit Joker, right? He is like a yeah. mixture of, I would say, it's like the last three Jokers more or less put together. He is Jared Leto. He is Joaquin Phoenix, and he is Heat right. Legend jo- uh, Joker. Just put together into one into one character man uh, he is easily one of the best villains of the the, the, uh, the Fast Furious uh, franchise bar right. none like just when you thought um, uh, Deckard Shaw brother was, was was the best right yeah he come in and like you know he like, like he, he could give he could give um, that character a run for his money right but um, it's just so how over the top he is, boy. He is hamming it up on purpose. I was just there loving every second of it, Trent, you know? I just love how he displays it as well, too. Like, they, you know, like, um, well, they, they, they say he's androgynous, so, you know, I guess that's that's the term that I'll use in terms of how he plays and whatnot, right? Okay. But he's still tough and rugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, he, the way how he dressed, how he have his, uh, yeah. his fingernails painted and shit, I, you know, it, it's I that. Couldn't, it's I, that. Couldn't, I couldn't piece that together. You have to tell me that. But, but you wouldn't know because of how over-the-top the performance is, right? But I know right. that's what he was going for, right? But yeah, no, it turns out it's going toe-to-toe with Dom Dread. It totally works, man. I, I was loving that, right? But yeah, everything else surrounding this is just batshit crazy. It is just zero shits given, though. And again, I was just amazed that they just did this, that a movie like this actually exists. There are moments that are played... For, like serious and I'm laughing at this I'll get to uh, one particular moment in the spoiler section right but yeah boy I will not lie I think really the main reason for me right is because I didn't see Fast 9 in theaters right so this was like me returning to the theaters to see a Fast Furious movie right and yeah boy I just had fun watching a bad movie you know uh, if, if if ever you, you, you have like a bad movie line this is one of those shows to pop right. in right you know yeah. I, I, I'm not saying bad like it, when we say so bad is good it's not like say Batman and Robin bad right it's just bad in the sense that there's no logic to this this is literally a Saturday morning cartoon an unapologetic cartoon that we're seeing here characters return just because they 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 get killed off because they come back because right I'll, we'll get to that in the spoiler section right um and again boy i'm just there like this is where the franchise reached by remember and we always say this with every film that comes out of the series remember back in the days back in 2001 you know when we were kind of getting into racing games and remember there was this movie that come out about these these street racers that was that was stealing dvds and shit like dvd yeah. players remember that this now we reached to you know, giant nukes, you know, yeah. ball-sized nukes rolling through the streets of of, of, of Rome, right? 
with the intention of of reaching the Vatican, eh? Yeah. I want you to process this, folks. This device, right, is is launched miles away from the Vatican, right? And the whole point is that it's supposed to reach there and detonate, right? This is where we reach, folks. Process that, right? <laughs> so I would say, once you... Just to end my, my, my spoiler-free review. Once you go in with that mindset, knowing that you're going to watch some shit, you will have a blast with this, right? But if you've given up on the series since, I would say, 6 or 7... Um, yeah, this show is not gonna do anything for you at all, boy. But yeah. me seeing this, boy, i just being amazed that, you know, a studio like Hall Universal, sorry, pump X amount of money into this X, right? Ha ha ha, right? And going to make more than that, just offer this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I was amazed, though. And I say bullshit in, a, in, a, in, a, in the most generous way, right? And I just feel like this show just doesn't care. It doesn't take itself seriously at all, boy. But there's a fine line between doing that and just like, oh gosh, really, folks? Really? And this is where Fast X is. Really, folks? We really doing this? But again, yeah. I will lie, I had fun. I was laughing my ass off of this shit, right? But yeah, Ricardo, your, your, your final spoiler-free thoughts, and then we'll get into the spoiler section, and then we'll get to rate it. Yeah, as I said, it's, it, it, I, I like it a little more than 9, but still really fall flat, and, and not nowhere near as interesting as it could have been. Um, that's, all, that's all about it. And, well, give it the ending, I was like, alright, well, I suppose it, I, I get why you, you do this, and you reveal this piece of information at that point. But I, I was I was, again... Two, two, two things saved it, right? The tree stag and Jason Momoa. Yeah, he, he was reasonably entertaining. Um, Brie Larson was okay in this, but she was just pointless, um, to be honest. Like, that could have been anybody. <laughs> I know, um, I know. Yeah. Why, and then, um, well, I mean, no disrespect to Brie, but, but why, were you, why was she in why this was movie? We'll get to that to spoilers, right? But yeah. Yeah, and then, um, and then you know, well, they, they, they had a, well, this is going to be in the spoiler section, but yeah, um, Hawk Reacher, right? Uh, I yeah, he was Hawk okay. Reacher was... <laughs> I, th- I thought he was okay in this, um, you know, for what he's trying to do and go, go for. Like, all right, I, even though, again, what they do with it is straight up a ripoff of something in a Mission Impossible movie. Uh, but yeah, oh, but we're of course. Spo- yeah. Yeah, we so yeah, let, let's get into spoiler terry. Now, you've been warned, right? right? So, right. So, 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 Hawk Reacher, Hawk Reacher, the twist with him is that he do more or less the identical twist from Mission Impossible 6 with um with Henry Cavill's character. More yes. Or exact same twist. Same goddamn twist. He was working for the bad guy the entire time and he shoot down the plane. And oh, we don't wow. Know if, yeah. We don't know if, if, if um, Lucas and them dead. Not sure, mm. right? They crash on a plane. They're probably not dead, right? Maybe Titus, yeah. right? But whatever. Uh, uh, but as I bring up that, right, um, the, 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 the same friend who's with me, right, he make a real serious point. I, I didn't even know this, right? It's so funny, right, because they when they do the reveal that, you know, um, Alan Richardson's character, his name is Eames, I think that's his name, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah he, he was he was working with um, Dante all along. So it's a shot we see two of them together. It's like, hey, two Aquaman. Ha, 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 ha. Because, right, right, yeah, right, Alan right. played Aquaman yeah, in, yeah. in Small, but I didn't even yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I told my friend, know. as he mentioned that to me, I, I, I told him. Like I have a feeling that you, Ricardo, would have picked up on that too. I thought that kind of funny, you know. Uh, I, I I vaguely remember. Like well. Okay, but, I, I don't remember at all. So I mean, yeah, it's well, small, well. but so, I don't remember. I yeah, I, I, I remember listening to that. It's already said. Like oh yeah, right. Okay, cool. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is, I like try to remember. Oh yeah, you know, Marta. That is the two two of them. Mother name is Marta. That is like writing that in a script. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's kind so, of funny, right? Ah uh, yeah. So yeah. So uh, uh, Aqua Aqua Hawk creature. No, so you could call him that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aqua, aqua Hawk Joker. Creature. 
Ako Ako Richard Ako Joker. Yeah. Uh, so that's a big twist, and I wasn't that interested in what this boy was for. No, it wasn't to me, to be honest, right? But right. um, but yeah. But on. they did it. They did it very late in the film, and I was like, why did they do it so late in the film? Because the film is a cliffhanger. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk about that too. John Cena, John Cena and, and the son was okay. Uh, so John Cena characters dies. He blow up himself with the weird. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that that nonsense car is. I'll but talk about that too. Basically, basically his weird, you know, um, rocket league car. Um, you know, yeah, it's a rocket league car. Like, swear yeah, to God, it is. Yeah. The design of it too. Yeah. <laughs> That's rocket league shit. And he bunks and he bunks and blop himself and help out dumb. Blah blah blah. Um, oh, I can talk about that too. Then the last thing. So Gal Gadot is still alive for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she, 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 uh, she was in this. And is that the same submarine from? Ace? From from Fear to the Furious. If I yeah, if whatever. I am not mistaken, because I um because I can't remember if they were in sorry to say it if they were in Alaska or on or on um Antarctica, but swear to God I feel that it is the same sub from from Part Eight, Probably. and Probably. because um Cipher was involved because you see right. Cipher there I'll talk about that just now. Yeah, I I did like oh that's your sub, but that kind of it kind of leave you wondering you know the relationship between her and and Gal Gadot's character right, but whatever. yeah. And then uh, the end, right? So the end of nine, the post credits, it had some Jason Statham shenanigans, and I, I can right. I but no, why well, that was all right. So 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 what happened? And in this, what what, in what this, happened? What happened? One sec. What what happened was the same shot where um so it, it's it's kind of weird, right? The passage of time. So when um Han and you know the others, right? That that's Tej, Roman, and and um Ramsey was opening the door, right? Well, Han says he's going to see somebody, right? So the post credit scene or the end credit scene in nine was you're seeing Jason, you know, punch the bagna and yes, the same guy who was in it was there, right? And then well he, you know, like he saw somebody by the door, he opens the door and he sees Han and he cut to black. That was it. So they right. kinda followed that up here in this movie and then they lead to the fight and blah blah blah, right? But I'll talk about um show it a bit, right? But yeah, go on. Right, so the the end of this now, we get to see well Hobbs, he shows back up again. Yes. In some post credit thing and I couldn't that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. So because because we we kind of we we all we we were always wondering at this point in in the in the franchise with it wrapping yeah. up in in quotes will he shoot will he will he make appearance and well right. we kind of got the answer right so that that the hype because it's like well you know they still in the movie together they didn't leave the franchise apparently that's a big deal uh because yeah. I know it, I take all of this that all of that feeding off of the the the, the extra outside drama of Vin Diesel versus the Rock and right. Vin Diesel versus blah 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 I already care. But yeah, so he shows back up. I forget why he was there because he mentioned something. Um, with... No, um, it was something yeah. along the line of like he was. I from what I assume, right? He was just on some job, some mission. You're right. But it happened to be in the same one of the spots that Dante was in because that's where he's, that's where he got the call and blah blah blah, right? So right. I don't know if he was hunting down Dante or if he was just doing some random mission. But he get called and it's like um something along the line I'm gonna get you 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 some bitch. I so just this, cut this gonna be so okay. Is this gonna be is is the next movie gonna be the last one or is it two more? Well, it was initially going to be one one last film, but right. because the studio you know they like you know we just want to squeeze more you know, more money right. out of it. Yeah, milk it even more. Yeah, we're getting right. two more films. So right. So unfortunately, yeah. and I see this honestly. Unfortunately. This could be a trilogy we get in here, bro. Right. And okay, and this right. what we saw here is the Fellowship of the Ring part of it. Right. I wanna, right. I, when I say it out loud, it kind of yeah, makes yeah. sense, kinda. But yeah. technically, it should be a two-parter, kind of like how they did with uh, Mission Possible, right? But anyway. Right. So um. Uh right. So the yeah, one thing I, I did like, one thing I did like, they, they went back. The race in Brazil really felt like a race, like the old movies, like. 
Yes. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that race. Well, it was, you know, he, the camera, where the camera was, how to shoot it. They shoot the null stuff the same way. Um, the action sequence at the end is okay. It's not a great set piece, but it's like, huh. it's all right. Because the stuff with the two helicopters wasn't so bad. And yeah. then um, John Cena killing himself wasn't so bad. And then the last ending again, straight up Tom Slick, some cartoon nonsense. But the part where he used the nulls to survive the going down the hill. Off well, the well, going down the dam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn right. Um, also, as, cool, as you say, Nuss, still... right? Mad props straight for bringing back the, the POV shot, shot yes. of the Nuss shot. shot. When I yes. saw that, I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you bring that back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the last so time why? we saw that was probably in 7, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I'm not all-knowledgeable in, in Fast Furious lore, but I, I think the last time was in 7. I could be right. wrong. So, whatever. I mean, I, I'm not super hype over this. It it done again. Listen, them them three star girl do a lot of work here. So, <laughs> I was sober through all of this. Maybe yeah. that's why I was yeah. laughing so much more, right? But um, if if you don't mind, right? So just just to touch on characters for a bit, right? Characters that we, well returning characters and some new characters to show up, right? So when I saw Rita Moreno. I did yeah, like when, like when they say, oh, you know, well they well they tell Brian as the boy, you know, your grand your grandmother's coming, right? Yeah, Abuelta, 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 whatever it is coming, right? Abuelita. Abuelita, sorry. Oops, right. I see Rita Moreno in this. So my mind is like, but wait, but all right. Vin, you know, kind of, well, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, last time we saw her was in West Side Story, you know, great film, right? But the thing is, right? But now it adds something even more to, you know, the lineage, if you will, of Dom and Jacob there. Because yeah. I did like, all right, it's Italian and, you know, white American, but Rita is like Hispanic, though. So, what's going on here? Gen- yeah, just general, general brown people, and then the son half black, and really show what the fuck going on. Nobody cares. Yeah, like, like, like what? Because she's got the white Brazilian. Yeah, yeah the wife was Brazilian, but I mean, I understand general, that, but like. General brownness, because, yeah. because apparently Ting is a Brazilian to, yeah, what do you call him, um, Jason Momoa. It's like, yeah, but you, whatever. Yeah, 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 like, like, all right, <laughs> like, there's little nitpick stuff. It's like, but shouldn't she be like Italian or something? So, like, okay. I was expecting, like, I don't know, oh. Edie Falco or Lorraine Bracco from The Sopranos or something. So, you bring Rita yeah, Moreno, okay? I don't right? really care. I don't really also, care. Also, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, of of classic actress, uh, you know, famous actresses, right? So, so after the the right, Helen Mirren had to help out. Yeah. Huss. Yeah. After that whole scene in Rome, right? I just seen. Dom watching, you know, the skyline, you know, you know, contemplating shit, right? I just see Helen Mirren just show up out of nowhere. I must, I, I, I don't know if I said it out loud or, or like I thought about it mentally. I was like, how the fuck she, how, how they beat? How she even see him? How, how this no, even no, happen? Yeah, she just yeah, sort of show up yeah, and tell him some kind, remember, she just tell him some kind of thing about the agency she, and this and yeah. that. Remember how? she, she two sons were super villains anyway, so whatever. Remember, remember that thing, mother. Um, I, I know she's she's yeah. a show. I get that, yeah, right? But yeah, but on the Sawas it, right? Because going back to nine, she they kind of stumble. Yeah, she was in. Remember, she, she was a big part of eight, so it's like whatever. Yeah, she was in eight, and she was she was in a piece in um Hobson show, right? But the thing is, right? Right. In 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 this world here, right? Like, she just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, like, yeah. what is she, she was, doing she was, in Rome? Like, really think about it. What is she doing there? It, it's never explained, right? And for the moment I saw that, eh, and this is right after we got this over-the-top Raiders in the Lost Ark, but just with cars now and a nuke moment with the whole chasing thing. 
when yeah. I saw that, that's when I realized, okay, this show really not gonna give a fuck. But they, they just yeah, really don't care, right? They really don't care. She just shows up out of nowhere. But anyway, right? But just to touch quickly on that on that um nuke scene, right? As a set piece, it's great, right? It works, right? It's all it right. goes on for a little too long, but it's there, right? But again, as I said, I, to me, they were just. I, it really felt like they were cap- trying to recapture the magic with with, with the, the thief. They're trying to do a thief thing again because it's a big, heavy object moving about. That's what they're yeah. trying to go for. That's and they, they kind of have to do this stuff where you know the the, the cars that park on the side get smashed and people yeah, could be in yeah. danger. You know, yeah. we've seen this since like what time immemorial when it comes to the show, right? But yeah, yeah. um. So as a set piece, it worked, right? But again, Momoa, uh, well, Dante, I believe, said it clearly, right? It was supposed to be detonated in the Vatican, right? So I'm amazed that, because what happens is that it was in the same truck that um, that that Ramsey and and, and and Tej was in, right? And then it so it, it automatically comes out and starts it, rolling it, down. That, right? that remind me of that speaking of thing. It is it, it's also similar to. Uh... The Dark Knight final sequence because there's a bomb there to look for in a truck. Oh, right. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. That's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, 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 good point there, right? So, my thing is, right, from where that truck was to where the Vatican was, because that's miles away, right? You're telling me that you, as a Dante, was expecting this thing to roll uninterrupted, unaffected, right? Even though there's a moment where you see, like, catch a fire, like, like an explosion happen, and you see flames around it, so it's like, okay, this is a video game I'm watching here. What's going on here, right? But somehow, some way, it's supposed to land right in front of the Vatican, and then they, they activate it. Again, zero fucks given, right? But I will lie, as a set piece, it works, right? So, John Cena. Let me talk about John Cena for a bit, right? Out of the blue, again, out of the blue, right? So, so, so Mia, because we never mentioned Mia, right? You know, she's there, she there taking care of, um, of, 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 um, of Brian, right? You know, um, well, I should mention to before that, right? Uh, Brian, I'll Paul, quickly, right? That was the character's name, Paul or Brian? It's Brian, Brian. Right, name after Brian, right? Yeah, oh, it's name after Brian. Keep thinking, for some reason, I keep thinking he's named Paul. No, 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 that'll, that'll be, that'll be too, too much on the news, right? So, yeah. before we get to that, right? So, I have to talk about, um, just for a bit. Brie Larson and Alan Ritson, right? So I knew again we knew Brie Larson was going to be this, right? But the setup with her, uh, you know, just right after the whole attack there, with the whole explosion thing in um in Rome, right? And everybody, all the you know all the Fast and Furious team is public enemy number one all around the world and all that kind of shit, right? So terrorists and all that kind of stuff, right? So you get this moment with Tess, right? And Eames now apparently like he running Mr. Nobody, Mr. Nobody's agency because we still don't know what happened to, to Mr. Nobody because we never really saw him in the flesh outside of a flashback with um, Han, right? I'll talk about Han just now. Because um, we don't really know if he's alive or dead. I, we'll just assume that he off the grid, right? Right. But apparently he running the place now. So you just have this scene with like a bunch of TVs or whatnot. And it looks so green screen. It's not even funny, right? And Brie Larson apparently is supposed to be the daughter of Miss Nobody. Mr. Nobody, right. sorry, right? right? So it's just the whole idea like Eames, right? That's Alice's character just saying, I'm running shit now. And I'm going to stop these guys. And I know that they worked for us. But they're enemies. So we should take them down. It was so cliche. That's so bad. Even right now to the dialogue, like no no disrespect to Bria them, right? But yeah. the dialogue was so bad. It was again, so hopeless. It was so bad. Again, I, I don't I don't care. You see the problem is that it's hard for me to give a shit even like have enough like make fun of this. Because yeah. none of this this shit stopped being cute a long time ago. Like, yeah. I'll be bad into the cliche but it's just like, you know, they're they're trester, you know, blah blah yeah. blah. You know, like they're 
enemies and threats and all that kind of stuff. That's that's basically what I see, right? But yeah, just that whole setup with them just looks so bad and so cheap, right? But anyway, yeah. so with Mia now and you know her taking care of um of 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 of, of Brian, right? Suddenly so the agency people just bust inside the house and you know start to shoot up, right? So yeah. um where 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 Cena come from? All of a sudden yeah, he just there. He he just show up yeah. literally yeah, in yeah. the house, eh? In the house, he was there. He just knocked a guy out. And then he just sort of shoots up like, Hey, I was here, you know, because I got a tip from Dom. Okay, but right, right. we don't know where he was because if you remember from 9, he just drove off. We don't even know if who he working with anymore. We don't know. You know? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Whatever, no one, right? No one knows. No one cares. Nobody nobody cares, right? But point yeah. is, right? So Jacob now decides that he have to take care. He have to bring Brian to his dad, right? So the moment with them... Was cute. It was cute. You kind of get yeah. to see, you know, um, John even Cena. Though, even though there's a totally kinda... different character from the Jacob of the last movie. Yeah? Not that the is the thing that catch all. me, though. That but what they do, they they're straight up, they're straight up having be peacemaker. Like, yes, like, exactly. Play yeah, to, play to his strengths. Yeah, that's kind of kind of awkward, kind of humor thing. But it works yeah. because you know Cena is good at that, right? Yeah, um, exactly. the moments with with them was kind of cool and whatnot, right? But except for when they were on the plane, and for reasons. For reasons, there are agents in the plane that they are in. So they just decided, you know what? Well, we need to stop said agents now and we need to escape. So walk over to the bathroom. Beat them up off screen, right? Of course. And then, you know, we, we, we had this... Um, I, I forgot what you call that device, actually. That um, that sort of... Uh, uh, I, I forgot what you call it. That sort of device thing that... Uh, it's not a drone, basically, but the little... The, 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 um, bobsled kind of devising that they were in that they drop off from the plane from i forget what you call it yeah, right yeah but but that that is how they escape the plane right they they they, they keep in mind right they, they, they beat up the agents right but they just need to to get out from this point not like the plane was going anywhere different think about this sir think about this sir not like the plane was going where they were supposed to go and where they set out to go initially right but they just decided you know what let me just jump out here now, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. Fast, right? Listen, yeah, listen, <laughs> Again, Matthew, you, zero you fucks. Matthew, you're real talking. You're real putting effort into this, right? Because, look, I, do, I, I, do, I, check I, up, I check out a long time with this kind of stuff. So do you all right, all right, all right. Again, so, I'll, so, I'll, say, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, it's better than nine. I think it's better than nine. Yeah. Uh, again. But, only because of Jason Momoa. Like, again, he actually brings some effort and, and, and you know, and some fun to it. You know? But everything right. else was like, so dope. So try, right, right, right. Just, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so few, because so, so few more things, right? Um, because believe you me, there's so much to dissect and analyze and just wonder what the fuck. But yeah. there's just a, this, it's just a few. I can't even call it a few. It's just some moments that just stick out to me. I just want to get those out, right? So I'll move quickly, right? So John Cena, I'll get back to it a bit, a bit, right? Um, Han, right? So right, Han is back and whatnot, so he meet back up with um with with with, with Shaw, right? Um I'm not even gonna talk about Tej and Roman because right now Tej and Roman is they just have this bromance right. thing going on. So, yeah, I think so they, they even address that too, you know, I think even Ramsey brings it up too. I thought that's pretty no. funny. You know? Yeah, so now they had a subplot with, with well well Roman leading a mission for the first time, but you know, they have to make Roman kinda dumb for all of a sudden. So they're kinda yeah. fucking it up. Uh, well, I couldn't care. Yeah, I couldn't... They, they really could have do a lot with that though. Um, the yeah. moment that almost took me out of 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 the show itself, I, I felt it was completely unnecessary though. Was where they went to London and you know um yeah. they were trying to tracks. Well, they were trying to just right. No, yeah, 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 right. So um, they were and, them, and... this this bullshit. 
We call him the thing was in this movie. And and, and yeah, Pete Davidson was Pete in this. I was like, right. what? You were this? And that shit, so so my in my head I know one. Oh well, if, yeah? if 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 he was if he if uh, if the SNL uh, episode did happen that he was supposed to host two weeks ago, but you know they canceled because they write to strike. Would he have? I have a feeling that he was going to reveal that there, you know, because well, nobody knew promote. he was going to be in that, you know. Nobody right, knew. Yeah. Well, yeah, you told, well, as I was saying, he was going to promote, promote the show, whatever it is, whoever. Yeah, because I know he had another show that he was promoting, something on, I think, Peacock or whatever it is, right? right. I can't remember the name of it, right? But yeah, nobody knew he was going to be in it, but he was there. But yeah, that, that moment fell completely flat, and yeah, it was even worse because they incorporated this stupid thing with, with muffins, and they had um, um, hallucinogens in it as well, too, yeah, like, well, why, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And then Tej and Look, Roman I, I, fight I, each I, other, I, and they hide, yeah. like, why are we doing this? And Why no, are we I doing this? Think, eh? I, as I say, listen, I I still on the on record by saying that I uh think that they could make a Roman slash what do you call it? Um, Tesh, I I Tesh. yeah, they could do it possibly. and have a soundtrack, possibly. please. And have a soundtrack, right? I've got I didn't yeah. think about that, right? They could possibly do it, and you know, have Natalie Manuel with them, you know, keep that joke going. You yeah. know, they, you keep the you know, you, you know, will the they or won't they? Or, you know, kind of vibe where they hook up, they, that right. kind of vibe. That do no, that, it's cute. They can do the they do the dumb the dumb joke with the, the, the romance triangle bullshit, whatever it is. Yeah. Know what it, and they could they could play with that in all kind of ways, right? But the thing is, if if it if if it's that scene. Fuck no! <laughs> like that. Yeah, that, that cancel that project was... one time because that was terrible. That was, that was terrible, like, boy. Yeah. What I was that? Like genuinely terrible. I don't mean this in, yeah. in jest. It's genuinely yeah. terrible, right? But oh, yeah. let's talk about this show, right? So yeah, so about Han, right? Um, I was I was underwhelmed by the moment with him and um and Deckard, right? Sure, right, 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 because if it's if it's one major issue with this show, though, is that. They will jump into action sequences just with the quickness, boy, right? It will just keep going and going. It's almost like if the, the, the audience have ADHD, right? So it's like you have to throw an action sequence at us like every three or five minutes, dog. It's like you swear you're watching a Kung Fu flick, dread. Swear to God, right? And this is coming from somebody who loves Kung Fu flicks, right? But it just it's just ramping up all the action, right? So yes, you have the fight scene, okay, you kinda come to expect it, right? But they kinda come to some common ground because Surprise, surprise, agency people come and sort of shoot up the place, right? Blah, 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 right? But what catch me, right, is that they, well, Deckard realizes that, oh, you know what I mean? Um, the, 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 um, you know, Dante targeted everybody in the family, in, in Dom's family, if you will. And that also includes, you know, Deckard's mom. So he just realized, oh, you know, they're going to target my mom. Well, I got to take them down. And he say, oh, I'm going to be digging graves, man. So he just jumped in his, in his car and drive off, right? I'll talk about that. I'll bring that back up to you um, in in um, when I wrap it up, right? So I'm moving quick here, right? I I do like the Brazil stuff. I do like the the race that we get here. That was really cool. Yeah. I like that they brought it back. Like, you know, hack the back the fast fire. That was really cool, right? Yeah. And he actually got a race out of it as well, too, right? Uh, actual but, race, thank you. Actual race, right? What I like though is that it didn't take away from what Dante was uh, was doing because yeah, Dante was part of the race, right? I right, like how right. he kind of set up like you know, I'm I'm the tough guy here, but hey, look look look, Dom here, so I'm gonna race him because you know yeah, I mean Dante's an asshole, right? So he does that, right? They do this thing where um Dom X's sister was there. She was actually in um in oh, in, in the suicide okay, yeah, his sister, the younger sister. Um, she was in the Suicide Squad. She was rat okay. capture too. I think that was her. Yeah, yeah, that she was. was there. That was her. Died Ratcatcher? Died that the woman who was a kind of thing woman? Died Ratcatcher? Yeah, that, that's Ratcatcher too. Daniela Mel- Melchior, if that's her name. Wow, yeah, she's, she's Portuguese. Yeah. 
I like weird what? Yeah, sense. she looked real different though. I will not lie, right? She did, yeah. right? But yeah, she's the little sister of of Dom's baby mama, and right, right, right. there's a well, moment yeah, where we, where because yeah, because yeah, she was staying over at the sister place where um Dom went to see she in five and bloody bloody blah, 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 right? So right. what what I do like is <laughs> all this real over the top, right? How um because again, Dan, these are also right. He just put these explosives underneath the people cars. Yeah, everybody cars. So yeah, he just know. like detonated it every time they punch. No, it's like ah okay. You, 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 you accelerated boom bitch you know so I like that yes you had the race but it didn't take away from you know Dante's just overall plan of just being an asshole right so I like that right it was over the top but it worked right what was real over the top though was was, when, was with uh, home girl car Isabel that's her name right and then well the explosive kind of like slight um, um, got removed it. Yeah, oh, it, it was, it was yeah. dumb it was dumb yeah. right this, and that it, was that it, was similar. That was again. That was similar to um what Dom did with Letty in in six. In six, um, yes, yes, yes. Right, you're right, right. Idea. And it kind of do a thing where oh she may come back because they had like this this dialogue scene between her and Dom and they try to make it all heartfelt and shit. And oh maybe she might come back in the next film. Okay, whatever, right? So now we get into the to the, to the finale of the film, right? You know the big climax and whatnot, all that stuff, right? Um, as I mentioned twice before with John Cena sacrificing life, right? So yes, he he was there with the son, and you know he have the the, the rocket league car, right, and send out literal right. rockets and blowing up you know cars, right. Um, also because the show don't give a fuck, right. So apparently they're in a brand new country. They're not even in Brazil, right, because we we well although I didn't need it, they actually do they actually kind of try to recreate five where they are the same highway, so they have a, a bigger shootout now and blah blah blah. But the same spot where your father died, right. Um, that kind of didn't make any sense, but I get what he's trying to do in a sort of like a, a evil dark night kind of way, like, oh, I have to take you to the same spot where my dad this right. Is, did this, right? Right down to to, to to Dom going into the same police station where the police from, from from the first place, and I swear to God, like, they do a kind of a specter thing where it's like, oh, you're there, and you're seeing, like, you know, pictures, and you're seeing, like, you know, um computer monitors with yeah, shots of yeah. the family. It's like, oh, I knew, and then the phone rings, like, oh, I knew you were going to be here. So I'm now gonna target your family. <laughs> so how you knew he was gonna go there? Anyway, yeah, well it's fast, well, right? Well. Moving on, yeah. moving quickly, moving quickly, right? So yeah, climax, big shootout, right? So I I did like, alright, you are in a brand new country, right? How you get that that hit squad all of a sudden to go after Dom and the others? He like rich. you just call a man and like yeah yeah, yeah. go yeah, for yeah, them, right? Nice but yeah, well he's yeah he's like the Joker, he's the Joker. Well, yeah, he's the Joker, right? So <laughs> with John Cena, right? John Cena, John Cena just up on his side, right? That uh, this is right after um they, they kinda do a reference to seven where you know the, the, the side door this um uh, the passenger side of the car is open so they have to the, the, the person had to jump from car to car, right? So that's what the son does. So Dom saves his son in the process. They do that, cause they did that in seven. It's like oh, okay, that was clever, right? But Huss. Out of the blue, right? John seeing, you know, like I, I think this is what he was seeing, right? Cause there was a lot of explosions. I was barely hearing a word that he was seeing, right? That he was out, almost out of fuel, right? But, you know, he have to do what he can to, to more or less, you know, prevent the bad guys from, from stopping Dom, right? So the man just up on the side that he is going to sacrifice his life to save his brother. Now, I'll just mention this quickly, right? In the end of 9, there was a moment where they just kind of talked to each other. And that's when they, they get the whole common ground thing. And then, you know, um, Jacob just drove off, right? And that was it. Even right down to, like, Mia was there, and Mia nev never even, like, talked to the man. Fun fact, they never even talked to each other, right? In yeah. this film, they actually 
actually communicate, right? They never did that in nine, right? Even though they're supposed to be brother and sister, right? Whatever, the show don't give a fuck, right? But yeah, we went from I want to kill you, older brother, I hate you, to all right, I am going to sacrifice every, my life to save you. Does this, yeah. You know why? Because I just had so much fun with my nephew. Yeah, and my, and my, you know, my nephew means so much to me now. So I'm going to risk everything yeah. to save my nephew and the, the brother who I hated in the last film. Yep. So he because sacrifices family. his life because family. Because I family. will not lie. I laughed my ass off when I saw that boy. When he, when you know, when he, when he make the decision and then he do the thing with the car flip and then it, it land on the other cars and blow up. I was laughing, Trent. Because that wasn't in at all. It just felt so spontaneous and felt so out of place. And I have to say it, out of character. Out of character. And yet he does this because family. I was done. I was laughing at that shit, right? So now we get to the finale, right? You know, big moment, you know, um, the dam explodes, you know. Well, not the dam explodes. Oops, before we get to that. Um, you know, they, they, they do the two trucks going to hit Dom. And, right. you know, Dom does the thing where he drives down and, you know, big explosion. You know, you saw that, right, in the trailer, unfortunately, right? Yeah. Great moment, I must say, right? Uh, I, I think, right, right. So this happens right as he lands, right? And, of course, of course, he survives, right, without a scratch. His son survives without a scratch too, right? I'm amused, right? Because, again, show don't give a fuck, right? Brian went through all this hell and he does, they cool with it, you know, because he there with Dom and Dom is a hero to him, right? Whatever, right? So now we get to the big reveal that, you know, um, Eames was, you know, working with, with, um, with Dante all along. And he just show up with this rocket launcher and attack the same plane that, well, because uh, I would say Tej, Roman, yeah, um, right. Ramsey, and, and Han come in this plane, right? They, they land right. this plane, right? Back to Deckard. I would understand if Deckard was flying that plane. But he just remember he just decided to drive off because he want to go on the graves, right? So he go on, right? So he was not in the plane, right? So um, who the fuck was who who the fuck was pl was flying that plane? How did he get that plane to begin with? Nobody knows. The show don't give a fuck. The plane just shows up out of nowhere. They're there, right? That's what I try to say. And Eames, Eames, you know Eames, Eames, right? At 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 the at the um the plane, plane crashes, right? Okay, idea about. I did. Why, why bring this up too? Because uh, when 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 Deckard left, right? When he left his his spot, right? There were other vehicles. There were battle vehicles, whatever it is, that were there. So I had the impression that that was like Deckard shit. Now you know what I mean? Deckard only plane, and I was just expecting in the end that at least you know Tej and him would have drive off. Even Ramsey, who fun, uh, fun fact couldn't drive in the last film, suddenly she know how to, right? Whoever. Yeah, I thought it was just gonna bust out, and the whole audience was gonna scream, and they come and save Dom, right? That doesn't happen, right? I'll get to that in a bit, right? The plane crash, and we just they wonder what's gonna happen next. And they just see like you know all these um bombs around the 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 dam itself, right? And they're about to detonate, and it cut to black. Cool. Then afterwards, they cut to the whole Antarctica, Antarctica stuff. I forgot to mention because right. yes, even um you know uh, Michelle Rodriguez, right? Um Letty, right? She was in you know um what what is it called by not the Black Ops prison or I forget what you call it. The the kind of prison you know where like you're away from the world basically, right? I think if I'm not mistaken, that's the same spot that they put um Decker in the first place, right? Um in right. the end of seven and you know, um rock, the rock was here talk about oh well when you come out I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna kill you, right? That kind of shit, right? So yes, you get the whole fight scene with her and, and Cypher, which kinda made no sense. But we're just yeah. there because we need them to fight, right? Whatever, right? So point is they come out and they in Antarctica, right? And much to my surprise, that's where the the um the, the the submarine come out, 
and Gal Gadot is alive. I remember Tracy saying that, like, she, he was here into the grapevine that she may show back up, but I didn't want to believe it, right? But the moment I saw that ship, sorry, I saw that submarine, I tell myself it was either she or, or the rock. It couldn't be Hobbs, right? It couldn't be Hobbs at all. But when I saw Gal Gadot and she's smiling and she's looking good as ever, I did like, all right, this this is where we reach. Okay, this is where we reach. She 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 dead for for like three movies and all of a sudden well, she alive. We don't know. Whatever. We don't see she. That's the thing. She fly on the plane. She just you know fly into the darkness. So it was well. Yeah. That's so, why I wasn't surprised. Because yeah. the only person who had to come back now at this point is probably Jaru, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I would love to see Jaru come back. Like swear to God, right? right. But yeah. to the show's credit, right? In nine, they did say that you know Gal Gadot's character. I forget the name. Sorry. Um. What is actually. It? Like, yeah, she well, she actually knows Mr. Nobody, and that was okay. so she actually vouched for Han. So that's why he reached out to Han initially, and it's like, all right, well, we'll just fake the whole death thing from Tree, um, and then you know you will just stay dead, but you'll just be working first. So that was that was the justification into why he was alive, right? So yeah. it's like, okay, still don't make no sense, but whatever, right? But few more things, just a couple more things, and then we'll wrap up, right? Dog, after that review, right, and then it cut to credits. Because, yes, it has to be continued, right? It's a stinger, right? A fella get up. Who was sitting down right in front of me, right? The man get up and is like, Hoss, that's real shit, boy! Boy! Boy, how you gonna end the show like that, boy? Hoss, that's real shit, boy! I was laughing at that, though. I was laughing the moment when I saw it was a cliffhanger. The moment it was credits and they played that song that, that featured Young Boy Never Broke Again. I forget the name of the song right now. I was laughing. I was laughing. I was telling my friend again. The whole so bad is good ticket. But when the fella who was who was in the theater would be come out, I was saying, "Boy, that's real shit." Boy, we get in the movie like that, boy. I was laughing even harder, boy. Right? But I knew he was gonna get something else, you know, before the credits officially roll. That's where you get the moment with the rock and you know him being in it, and that genuinely surprised me. Now. I, that for me is something I'm really excited for because again, because it's, the series is about to wrap up. Yeah, they kind of had to bring him back in. So now I'm wondering now if they if they finally going to connect it now to Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. I still feel Hobbs and Shaw feel kind of disconnected from the series, you know, because of The Rock, but I feel this could be the opportunity to um to connect those shows together, right? But that's all I have to say. So yeah, that that pretty much ends my, my, my spoiler section, boy. I just had to get that out of my chest, boy. But yes, as you could tell, I just had a lot of fun watching what is essentially a bad movie. I can't stress this enough. It's a bad movie in terms of just the pacing, in terms of just over-reliance on action and stunts and whatnot. And I mean, I know it's a Fast and Furious movie, right? But, you know, logic, as I say, is, in, is, is hurling... It's, it's in space right now. It's in gravity right now. It just, it does not exist in this movie, right? To the point that you will see characters show up and leave and you just say, like, why? How? Why? You know what I mean? It just makes no sense, right? And yet the show just gleefully just rolls with it. It just has a lot of fun with it. And I won't lie, I, I, and this is, this is going to really make for a memorable moment as far as, like, theatrical releases go, but, uh, right? But... I could see myself in the years just looking back at this like, yeah, this is a bad movie and I could watch this with friends and point out moments that make no sense, point out lines that sound terrible and just be laughing from start to end. You, well, Ricardo, you lucky you had three stars and you, I watched this shit sober, but believe you me, when I watch this again, yeah, I had to drink something, boy. This is one of the best ways to genuinely enjoy the show, right? So, I talk long enough, rating-wise, as a guilty pleasure movie because, yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I'm going with a decent to strong four out of five, 
way. This is one of the best so bad good movies I have ever seen in my life, boy. I don't know how the other two are gonna match this, boy. But they really have to get this shit together, right? I'm really saying this generally, right? Because, um... Because, again, we get into more films and then the movie, then the series is done, eh? So they really had to smarten up. That's the best way I can see it, right? They have to smarten up. Yes, give us the -the over-the-top trills and whatnot, but they kind of have to smarten up the script a lot more, right? And I'll close to this, right? It's so ironic, looking back at it now, that... It, it opens with a shot from Fast Five. Because, yes, even with the over-the-topness of Five, it still works as just this well-made and well-written, I must say, by action movie standards, a uh, movie, right? But to throw all that away and just throw set pieces and count- countless action scenes and no logic is just, I don't know why, it's just a lot to take it. But I just found myself laughing throughout of it, so... I guess that's why I enjoyed it so much, right? But that's just me. Miracado, your your final thoughts and written and anything else you want to mention on this show? Yeah, no, nothing, nothing much more to talk about it. This was pretty bad. Uh, but again, I didn't I didn't hate this as much as nine. Nine was still worse than this for me. I mean, it's a shame that it it just had a kind of decline after the the middle of the franchise because I felt it was starting to climb to something interesting and they could really get some. I think my main problem is that they just half-assed in the set pieces and they just really everything is CG. You know, one of the big things is that Vin Diesel just looked tired in this. Like, he just... Yeah, he looked like you're yeah. really fucking done with this shit, dude. Like, you're done. Even um, when he does... Of... when Even when he does just plain normal dialogue, he looks tired. <laughs> tired, yeah. Like, he's really done. Tired. Like, he does... He does he, like, that is one part when, um... Which you name know, by... But the character gets shot from the helicopter. And he's like, no! I'm like, bro, like... That's how you yell out, boy. Like, okay. Yeah, like, like uh, you, ba- you barely know the girl you met her in some bar in some European no, country, and all of a sudden it's it like, no! Of, yeah, there's a lack of energy in the whole uh. thing. It does, and the blocking of the sequence is terrible. Like, I don't know if that was in a, in a volume or something, because that didn't look like it was outside. It was looking weird. Whatever. Yeah, it did, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, written, yeah, like a 4 to 10. It was still kind of entertaining, but, you know, it still sucked. Let's admit that. That's about mm. it. I can't, I can't, like, I can't, I'm not too hyped over it. Like, I had some mm. fun with it. The twist was kind of interesting, maybe, but yeah, overall, overall, this just fall flat for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, like I thought it, it's kind of trash. Yeah, well, I I don't blame you for that for that score at all, boy, because it's it it's it's genuinely bad, even by fast standards, right? But yeah. it's just the ballsiness of it to just say yes, we're going to be this bad, and we're gonna just be so over the top with it, you can't help but watch, right? And I really and truly is because of Jason Momoa, he really holds this together. If he wasn't there and it was just you know um Aqua Hawk creature, it would have just yeah. been this forgettable right but yeah, yeah like it or not jason momoa is the is the most memorable thing about this show um i don't know what they're gonna do with him in the last film sorry in the next film um i would be scared if he shows up again if he shows up in 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 part 12 that's when i'll be like all right you're 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 really scraping the barrel a little too much here right like he you know like just having him hold on long enough for our next film is alright, but if he shows up in the last one, like last last one, I'd be like, alright, this is it. We 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 are done with this, right? But yeah, um if you're if you're curious, go see it. Um it is certainly worth seeing in theaters, right? But I will say if you could get if, if you could just drink a couple beers before watching this boy, boy, you will enjoy this way more. But even I and all was sober and I, <laughs> I was just laughing at it, right? This is mainly because of how bad it was, right? But yeah, it is what it is. It's out, so if you want to see it, see it. But if you're giving up on the franchise, I would say since seven. Yeah, skip this one, man. Yeah. So right, with all that being said, Ricardo, where could people find you online? 
Tab Assad, Armadini Y on Twitter, at Armadini on Twitter, and you can type in Ricardo Medina on Facebook and you'll find me there. Alright, uh, ever so often you'll find me on TikTok and Twitter, but usually you'll find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, the Facebook and YouTube links that you'll find in the Linktree link in the in the description to this podcast here, you'll find excerpts from today's episode along with other episodes of BBB Radio, Retrospect Reviews, and BSB to Bailey. And in addition to that, my new podcast, Hip Hop Stop 10, is out right now. Um, unfortunately, when it comes to the video version of it, because I actually did it as a video initially, um, I can't, it's not on YouTube right now, it's not on my channel because of copyright issues. So um, you could only see it through Spotify Premium. I will try to figure out a way to work around it because I really do want people to see and not just hear the podcast. But it's out right now. First two episodes are out right now. You know, give them a, 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 a listen or, or view. Alright, so stuff to look forward to quickly before we part ways. Um, Little Mermaid is coming out. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll watch it this weekend. I'll Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Um, following week, we're having Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I'm right. excited for that. Yeah. Uh, Transformers, Rise of the Beast. Not excited for that, but I'll still see it. I am uh, kind of excited for that. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, as the Beast Wars movie, we all wanted to see. So, yeah, and, and, you know, that's hopefully, the, the you know, um, a... a, a, a a, a proper live action take of Unicron. That's 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 really interesting there. Um, the Flash though, that is that is going to be something that that a Very lot hyped. of uh, yeah. Yeah, really hyped for that, right? And I'm gonna close with this. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. We're getting that yeah. to the end of next month. I'm now, uh, yeah, I'm seeing you know reviews come out of it since it dropped in cans. Right. I believe it is. I heard bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People giving it low scores, this four to tens score. and stuff. This, they have a lost. This is our lost score than this movie. That kingdom of the of the crystal skull, but like, jeez, boy. Yeah. But so, our lost score than this. That this we just see that that. Oh yeah, yeah, that 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 <laughs> fast six, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I am I am beyond curious to see what went wrong. Like this, just from based on what it is I read, I, um, just skimming through, I, I could kind of understand what went wrong. It's just more of you know some franchises should stay the um I don't want to say dead, but you know they should kinda of just stay what they are. They would like it, it feels like there was no need to make this, right? But I wanna see if the effort that James and his team put into it was at least would well that that's what I'm curious about, right? Whether it was necessary or not, I guess I'll see when I see it, but it's just if the effort that on screen was worth it or not. That's what I'm really curious about, right? But I guess we'll see it when it comes out, you know, down here. But uh, I don't know about you, but I will see this in Caribbean cinemas. Hell, so you know I'm not going to go to go to see it in IMAX or Movie Town. No, 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 I'm good, I'm good. Um, I guess you will you will watch it on your side, you know, probably a matinee yeah. show or whatever. And, you know, I guess when we get to that point, we, we'll, we'll review it, right? And yeah, that's pretty much about it. So once again, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This was Machi Bailey and... And we are signing off another episode of BBB Radio. So, see you next one. Take care. Family. Peace.